I'm most proud of the fact I didn't even mention Rick Perry once. <laughs> I was Perry? very proud of that. I didn't say anything that I was going to think about saying. You know, I just finished recording a little voiceover thing for it. It's um, uh, it's it's really pretty mediocre. I mean, it's like polished as hell, but for all the people working on it, the really you know cool creative people, it's pretty forgettable. Mm. It's like That's if I, it's I mean, I it's was like sure it's, that was going to happen. It was fun. It was fun. It's like it's um, it's unambitious. I'd say. Um, like they kind of played it safe from what I can Are you tell. comparing it to S- Skyrim? Is it kind of the same game? Is it just an R- RPG? It feels like More um, of a Fable feel. It feels like huh. Fable, uh, a little bit like Torchlight. Um, it doesn't feel like um, an Elder Scrolls game, which the, I think. The, the time I spent with it made me feel like it was doing the shit Peter Molyneux was always promising Fable 1 and 2 would deliver. But. Now we're years past the point where we wanted that shit, and so I'm and and the talent there. There's so much talent that I could see them all sort of mitigating against each other and turning out a mediocre product. You have to be careful. Yeah, I think I think they set themselves up for a disappointment just because you know they just they hyped up the amount of people involved with it, and it's like you know people are looking at their past you know their past works and they're expecting something, and what comes out is it's good, but it's not you know. It's not those things, you know. It's not Spawn. It's not an R.A. Salvatore novel. It's not, you know, an Elder Scrolls game. It's kind of like if WoW was a single-player game. Nick was all about it when he played it at E3, and it's a shame. Yeah, I I still think the game is is good. It's probably just not something of the depth that Max is looking for in a fantasy RPG. I, I would expect. It's also hideous. It's like the it's it's like everything I hate about fantasy art direction. Um, you see, I don't like, mind those bright colors because you know the, the World of Warcraft feel works for me. I, what I hate is that it's yeah. it's kind of like it's sort of a go big go home kind of thing. Um, I'm okay with bright colors, but if you're going to do bright colors, make fucking Dragon's Lair. Don't make like this kind of you know half and half shit. I hate it when it's like that. Don't um, ever encourage anyone to make Dragon's Lair. <laughs> I just mean like you know make it look like Dragon's Lair. Give me give me you know give me Ralph Bakshi. Give me like. Um, you know, Donald Bluth, don't give me, like, you know, goth Disney fan art. It's just that... It's, Are you it's like, under embargo for any of that? Uh, that just went up, actually, so we can talk about it. If brilliant. You want. That is... Welcome to Podtoid, ladies and gentlemen. That's <laughs> brilliant. I'll keep all that. Keep all that. Um, I'm your host, Jim Sterling. Um, as usual, I'm joined by Max Scoville. Hello, everyone. And Tara Long. Hello. Jonathan Holmes will be along in a minute, probably. Um, he's wiping some more asses somewhere in <laughs> grotty, dank little hospital somewhere. Um, but we also are joined by a very special guest sitting there in the corner, eating his blueberry tart. It is Conrad Zimmerman. Hello. 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 Is uh, the news editor for Destructoid.com. Um, been on Podtoid in the past, in Podtoid's past, um, hosted by the people that were better at doing podcasts. Um, had a lovely time. Uh, does you still do Saturday morning? I haven't kept up. It feel terrible. Um, yeah, you still do Saturday, Saturday morning, morning hangover. 
still doing Hangover Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific on Destructoid's Twitch TV channel, and uh, we're doing a whole bunch of other you know video projects. So that's a lot of what I've been working on lately. Yeah, I that. I mean, I, I love the Saturday morning Hangovers, but my Saturday mornings have been too like packed with shit, so I haven't been able to watch lately, which sucks because it's it's quite good and people should watch it. Um, you also oh. do you've been doing sort of throughout the weekdays like office chat, which is a thing where. Conrad sets up Google Hangout and various editors talk about things like this, but you get, <laughs> but you get to, see to see faces, faces. Um, which, you know, people want. That's <sighs> what I'm told. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, fuck, we're doing a podcast, <laughs> don't we? Um, stuff. Have you still got anything more to say about Kingdoms of Amalur? Because I was chatting that up. Last week I said it was written by fucking George R.R. R. Martin, which ain't. It's no. R.A. Salvatore. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, <coughs> it's, uh... I guess it's, be- it's better than I expected. The thing about, the thing about RPGs, and this is um, something I've come to realize, is that you can't really, like... You can't really judge them by just like a quick glimpse, you know, like a fighting game, you can get a pretty good sense of it by playing it for 10 minutes. An RPG, not so much. Cause it's like, it's a bigger thing. You know, there's more of a story. There's usually more customization involved. Um, and also if someone tells you, you know, there's like, Oh, there's like, there's, you know, there's four different races and there's, there's three skill trees and there's this many dungeons. That's like someone telling you the currency of a made up country. Like if there's no, you know, you don't know what to, you don't have anything to compare it to. I mean, you have like a vague idea of what a dungeon is and what a class is and what a skill tree is, but it's like how a, how a developer interprets that is completely depends yeah. on what they're working with. So, hi, um, hi, oh hey, buddy, Jonathan Hi. 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 Oh. Oh, 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 hey, oh, hey, hey, really? how are you? That sounded terrible. <laughs> yeah, don't, sounded good. Don't just breathe it. into the microphone like that. That's awful, Jonathan. Jonathan Holmes. Right, Max Scoville, right Mm -hmm. today or Mm -hmm. yesterday, did a picture of us all. Like, did a a fake television picture with us as Spider-Man. Well, he basically just like cropped together Spider-Man images from the Spider-Man cartoon. And I have never realized just how much like the chameleon you actually look. What the chameleon? That was brilliant on Max's part. Max. Huh. Max pointed out that you look like the chameleon from Spider-Man. What ethnicity? He's are you? very pale. What? Well, I guess I can change my ethnicity. Well, he's got no—he's my... got no facial features, and neither do you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish you're that just were this the formless, case. like you're like the Doctor Manhattan of game journalism. <laughs> Except well, I... a kind of beige kind of <laughs> Doctor Manhattan. You do he's have similar mouths. Huh? Is it just a mouth with like lips? It's and his teeth? smile, maybe. You don't have lips. Mm. You don't have lips either, or eyelids. Well, my nose is pretty flat. Yeah. And the chameleon has no well, you, nose. You look so. like Voldemort as well. Yeah, I'll add that. <laughs> basically, like just nice, nice Voldemort. <laughs> just five o'clock You look like shadow. you look like uh, yeah. you look like Lord Voldemort, who just holds you in the night. <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, you basically just look like bald people, bald noseless <laughs> people. Some people are telling me I'm not bald, which is nice. Uh, everyone's got a different opinion about it. I don't. I don't know who to believe. And who are you, you have Jim? In this dramatic room? widow's peak ever. That's all. Well, yeah. I think oh, of myself. Jesus, 
I would have picked um, Norman Osborn from the cartoon for for me because I do have the exact same hairline, just like a weird brillowy thing just heading down yeah. towards of, my nose. One of my favorite things is um, there's a there's a Deadpool comic where he gets sent back in time to the '60s and he's stuck in like he's stuck in a comic of Spider-Man from like you know 1964 or something. Um, and the whole time he sees one of the Osborns, he's like, "What is in your hair? What is that?" What is that supposed to be? Because it seriously, it looks like, it looks like um, ground beef. You know, when it's in like yeah. a saran wrap at the store, you're like, what? What's on his head? How does anyone's hair ever look like that? Jonathan, please do all your videos from now on with beef saran wrap wigs. <laughs> I would like to see that so you look properly like Norman Osborn. Thank you. That would be great. And and who are you in the picture, Jim? I am obviously Doctor Octopus. Oh, I, yeah, I guess I could Especially because I had my hair cut by someone who clearly didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Uh, so I've got this weird bowl kind of thing going on. And then when I put on the um, my glasses for do Jimquisition videos, um, I bought glasses with, with a red frame to go with the rest of the color scheme of the video. So they almost have a goggle-like approach to like mm. look to them. So in the li- recent videos, I look exactly like Dr. Coctopus, as I call it, because I'm quite funny and satirical, Jonathan Holmes. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I remember I've known you for even longer than the Jimquisition has adv- uh, existed. Because a lot of people are just like, he's the Jimquisition guy. And like, he was a guy even before that. I remember when you were first... I saw the dog the before it came to class. <laughs> yeah, those are fun days. Who else, uh, and who are you, Max? Did you just make yourself a good-looking young man? I'm Peter Parker. Oh, of course. Who just... else would you be? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't there, know. Actually, there's a lot of other people you, you could have been. Who in, who in the Spider-Man universe could I be? He uh, could have been the Sandman. He's kind oh of a God, hunk. Anything like the Sandman. <laughs> He's got kind of the flat <laughs> top there. Oh, he does always wear that shirt. I love that shirt a lot. I think he looks great. Can we, can we all just, at this point, agree that at the next E3, we throw talcum powder in Conrad's face and say he is Jonah Jameson? Was Speaking actually, of, is Conrad going to be on the show? Conrad's here. here. You sp- Conrad, you're Conrad, there? You already <laughs> spoke to him once during this I recording. commented on your widow's peak. Oh, that was you? Yes, he started the entire <laughs> conversation with Oh, Conrad. that's great. Hi, Conrad. I'm glad you're here. It's hard with these, you know, everyone's invisible. You're just like in a room with voices, and you don't know which one is which, and these Skype-a-rooney things they do you're these sound, days. You're starting to sound like one of your patients, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what uh, the internet's all about. Bluetooth, Skype, it's all very uh, psycho-crazy talk. Uh, Weird. Yeah. I'm a little tired today. Uh, and, and, uh, and I assume you are uh, Mary Jane Watson Parker in the picture. Tara, yeah. is that right? Yeah. I guess so. I, <laughs> I guess I'm just the default redhead. She's not yeah, the default works. redhead, Tara. She's the original redhead. She oh. is. I've yeah, been in an argument with, um, with Ryan Scott from GameSpy about whether or not uh, Mary Jane Watson is the original redhead that nerds had a crush on. Well, she is. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, right? you... there was a redhead around. Did she that. come? Well, I mean... TV was in black and white back then. So. Uh, yeah, like, I, mean... I was thinking, what's it? Wilma Flintstones. Mm, all right. Mm, I never got. Hotter. But that's what I've always said. But for some reason, like pop culture has always put fucking Wilma as the hottest when she's got like the soulless dead eyes of Kirby. Oh, and you know, <laughs> Betty's a freak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Betty. And, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> like Betty and uh, Betty and Barney are like the swinger couple. Like, Hell yeah. <clears throat> Barney's always really upbeat. You know, he's like, oh, hey, Fred, what are you doing? Oh, let's go over here. And Fred's like, Barney will like say hello, and I'll be like, quit goofing off, Bon. We got to be. And it's like, he said hello. Like, I remember watching it as a kid. I'm like, Fred's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Fred's a real dick. I'm telling you this right now, okay? Rosie O'Donnell, when dressed as Betty from the Flintstones in the movie, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, and I will, oh, I will carry that, to, that. My, I will carry that no. to my grave, and I want you to I want you to carry to your grave the image of me and her slapping together, okay? I need you to think would, about that I would forever. Honestly, I would... Oh God! I would rather I would rather carry that to to Rosie O'Donnell's grave and have sex with her corpse. But <laughs> wait, are you saying you do her? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he means by the body slap oh, okay. thing. She's and not as unattractive as people. Ginger and Marianne will always have Ginger and Marianne. Yeah, they're they're universally accepted. I think. Oh yeah, share her Ginger. Uh-huh. What colors her hair again? That's true. Also, I love Lucy. Lucy O'Ball. Mm, yeah. I don't know if, like, kids had a crush who's, on her, though. Yeah, who's trying to fuck Lucy? Well, like, I mean, yeah, who's, who's going between Lucy and Vivian? <laughs> I think uh, uh, quite a few. Didn't she play Maud, too? Yeah, she was pretty, pretty, pretty foxy and Maud. I think so. Mm. Oh, and oh, Shirley MacLaine. Forget it. Case closed. Shirley MacLaine in The Trouble with Harry. What a beautiful woman she is. You guys should watch that movie. It's one of Hitchcock's final films. It's a dark comedy about a corpse that is found in the woods, and everyone thinks they're the one that killed him. Who really killed him? I don't know. Ask Shirley MacLaine. She'll tell you. And then the movie ends. Brilliant. Uh, did we talk about video games yet? Well, oh, we got that out of the way. Oh. <laughs> We're on to the important shit now. I mean, I've, st- I've got another uh, contribution for our weekly segment that we will definitely do every week. What is Jonathan this a Holmes. weekly segment, or is this the old one? You know what one it is, Jonathan Holmes. Uh, I think I do. So join me now, ladies oh and gentlemen, as yeah. we play another round of Jonathan Holmes. Is it pedophilia or not? <sighs> I'm really sad about this one. I gotta tell you, because now people <laughs> on Twitter are, like, honestly asking me, like, my dad touched me a little bit higher on the list. Is that- or not? I'm like, you should talk to a counselor. Oh, oh God. God, no! It's so you, supposed to be joke. You are a counselor. That's I know, what Twitter but Twitter is for Holmes, right? I've talked to people off the bridge a couple of times via Twitter, but it's not my preferred <laughs> method of treatment. If you get my meaning, what is it? One sixty characters or less? You can't really do justice by. I don't know if there. I don't know if the listeners know this, but Jonathan Holmes was personally trained by Sigmund Freud um, <laughs> to be a qualified. Psychoanalyst, Yeah, via the internet. Via the internet, right? He's only qualified for the internet. He can't do this in the real world. He can't do this in real life um, <laughs> because he'd be sued. But here, he is definitely qualified to deal with all your problems. And this one, Jonathan Holmes, is a personal one because this comes from my own life. Oh, which, no. Which I'm sharing on the internet. Uh, you sure? You've got to face this, Jonathan. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We've got to know this. I feel so sorry for Conrad. Uh, right? This is this thing, right? Is it pedophilia, right? If mm. while your girlfriend is asleep, right, you're in bed next to her looking at her, but also the photo of her as a baby that you put next to her. Because I know someone who did that. 
and I want to know if I need to report them or not. Wait, so, well, uh, so you, they're sleeping. Right. So all you've described so far is a sleeping person and a person who's looking at a sleeping person Basically, in a picture. Basically. It's just looking. My friend, who I will not, like, name or anything, he's called Lars, was asleep. Well, no, no, he was awake. His girlfriend was asleep in the bed next to him, right? While he was looking at a photograph of her as a baby and masturbating. Oh, so you left out that last bit. No, I didn't. You just didn't want to hear it. <laughs> no. Why Wait. Was Why was he old? doing that? Why was he How doing old was she that? in the picture? Uh, all I know, all, all that was specified was baby. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds fine. I mean... Tara, yeah, you take this one, Tara. Just a who picture. Would, who would want to masturbate to a baby? I think he did it for a laugh. <laughs> uh, this guy... <laughs> This guy laughed. Was there anyone <laughs> well, else? Well, it's such a great laughing? story. This guy. Also... <laughs> you want to tell your friends? Well, I mean, it's chewed up five minutes of this so far. So, in the end, several years later, this has had a, a use. It's just like Monkey Island or Broken Sword. You tell stories about masturbating the photos. It might come in useful later. That is what Point and Click Adventure Games taught us. Okay, yeah, so Jonathan. I need you to yes. answer this. Is this okay? Oh, it's gotta be funny. Uh, I... Mm, Do I need I to report him? No, no, no. He's not uh, done any crimes. And you Bear in mind, the last time I saw him, he also tried to kill himself again, presumably for a joke. <laughs> I... W- <laughs> I am worried about him. I think it's worrisome for He's all right sake. now. He's all right now. I've seen photos for- of him now. He's... Dressed and shaved now. <laughs> That's how you know everyone's fine. You've mm-hmm. seen a photo of them and they've shaved. Uh, I'm worried about this guy. He sounds like he's uh, his boundaries are a little foggy. You I know, have a question. his idea of what's good for a joke and what's good for your life is right. a little messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question. Yes, Max. So you're asking about if that's pedophile pedophile behavior? Oh, we were just trying to find <laughs> the gray areas here. Okay, I have one about uh, bestiality that's similar. Uh, Jonathan Holmes is qualified for this. My friend Chris used to do this thing, um, and he would uh, he would be in the kitchen, um, and his dog would be in the kitchen, and he would take a banana and he would peel the banana, and then he would hold the banana at his crotch so it looked like. I don't like where this is going. He, it would, it would hold. He would hold the banana like it was his penis, and then the uh, dog would come over and he would eat the banana, but it looked like the dog was sucking his dick, but it was just a banana right. that the dog was eating. Yeah. Would he he do this alone? No, he'd or be like, he look, he'd, he'd be like, he'd be like, hey, watch this, and he'd like do that. <laughs> God, I hate boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, the the gray area often becomes a little troubling when it's clear someone's doing something just to try to make you laugh. Then it's not usually something to worry about. But if they do it after the laughter stops, they're like, <laughs> look at what the dog's doing. You know, they're still doing it. Basically, then, then when you're 20 like, episodes into Pontoid. <laughs> <laughs> the laughter. The laughter like, stopped. I think the show has become fun. pathological at this point. Apparently, someone on Twitter, can't remember his name, fuck him, he said that this is the 30th episode we've all done together. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, that. that was, um, As a family. That was Vlad, my, my friend Vlad on Twitter. Ah. Yeah, he's that's, a good guy. That's kind of fun, isn't it? It is pretty good. It's that's, um, 
30 just seems like a month, and then I remember that we only do one a week, and then I realize it's almost a year. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's only 50. A year of laughs and gaps. Goofs. People are angry. My friend uh, Ishak on Twitter is saying that his day was crappy and he wanted Podtoy to make it better, that he deserves it. We didn't give him what he deserved. I'm sorry. He deserves to have his day ruined if he thinks this is going to make it better. What the fuck are you talking about? You should know better. He's a nice guy. He's a very nice guy. Um, He was sending uh, us a lot of tips for a while and then we lost him. Defive gravity, right? Hey, yeah, that's right. Ted Bundy said he was a nice guy, and he's and he's E for Johnny on the chats or whatever, right? I I don't know much about the chats. Uh, yeah, he's he's got like one of those people. I hate it when people have fucking different names in every place they do stuff. Like there'll be you know something on Twitter, and then there'll be something else on Detoid, and then there'll be something else. Um, you know, then on Facebook there'll be like a picture of a truck, and it'll have like Commander Shepard as the middle name. <laughs> Daniel yeah, Starkey. This get really confusing. Uh, oh, yeah, Daniel Starkey. Conrad. Conrad Zimmerman. Yes. Hello. Hi. What would, What would you like to talk about now? <laughs> I want to. I want to include. Oh, the oh yeah. Oh, I see what it is. You didn't plan a show, so you just figure we'll just dump it on Conrad, and he can, you know, yeah. That's Sorry, coming coming onto Podtoid and complaining about us not planning a show. It's again like complaining about porridge tasting of porridge. <laughs> do you know? Do you know who we are? This is this is a free open society. It's like Atlantis or anything else that's like that. People come in, they slow jam, they riff, they body pop. Wow. And well, we I don't know. I mean, look, all I ever think in the about park and eat the delicious podcast gumbo that comes out of it. All yes. I ever think about is video games, and I haven't really heard that discussed that much. So I'm I just t- doing... Tim told Jim told me that you talked about him already. You didn't really talk about him. <laughs> we we mentioned one game, and that was more than enough for me. What game was it? You see, the oh, trouble is, is you don't remember. Oh. Just like. Just like Conrad, I think about video games all the time. Right. So when it comes time to do Podsoid, that's the last thing I ever want to discuss anymore. <laughs> because this is where I come yeah. to fuck about and goof off. Yeah. yeah. And like, because, like basically because I know Nero doesn't really listen to the Podsoid. <laughs> I can't imagine he would. So I can do whatever I like. It's like, well, it's like stealing long. office supplies. <laughs> I don't listen to the Podsoid anymore. I, I I can't imagine it feels narcissistic to do Dude, so. I'm, okay, um, I've I'm, listened to one episode. <sighs> I'm becoming a pop a podcast person, and it's a pod person, and it's fucking it's weird. Um, I'm doing this other podcast, the the comedy <laughs> button, which is going really well. That's happening, um, and because of that, yeah. I've a whole bunch of other people are like, "Hey, who the fuck is Max Scoville? Let's listen to Poddoid. Like, let's go watch the Destructoid show." And I'm like, "That's cool. That's exciting." But then I'm getting <laughs> new people who are like, "Do you want to come on my podcast?" And I'm like. <laughs> Well, Did okay. the British guy get a hold of you? Uh, There's a British guy who wants all of us to be on a show oh or boy. something. It's, a be, yeah, it's, it's like just, a panel it, show or something. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I'll let the you The thing know. is, I'm, I'm doing one with um, this guy, uh, Carlos, tonight, uh, and he's he's going to ask me about whatever. And then um, Ryan Scott wants me to go in the Geek Box, and then uh, this other guy wants me to be on the F-List movie review. Um, oh, and wait, I'm just like Carlos who? Um, That's that. It's got to be that same one. That one guy, you know. He's a great guy. What's his face? Onawa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
yeah, I don't know what the podcast is for, but I will promote it when it when it happens. Um, but that's tonight. The thing about podcasting is it takes fucking forever. Like mm. it is goddamn time consuming. Oh yeah. I mean, you're just talking, but it's like it takes you know an hour or so, and that's you know, and it's, it's not much of a profit deal. I mean, no, it's really not. Um, no, it's, fun, it's not like it's but... it's not like it's tiring, but it's like it's 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 uh, it's tiring in the same way that like you know. Um, being on your feet for eight hours is tiring. It's like you didn't really do anything. You know, you're just kind of like it's like a passive. I'm not it's socially really exhausting. I mean, you have to navigate socially what other people are saying. You have to think of a yeah. way to respond. You have to time when you talk, right when they stop talking, but not before I'm someone gonna get, else. I'm going to get the doctor to say I have Asperger's so I can get out of it. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but you're so good at it. That's why people want you. You got to do it. Yeah. People love it. But it's it's fun. Um, I don't, know, I don't know what the point of it was. It's just it's like I used to listen to stuff I was on just to be like, oh, how do I? How does it sound? Like, what should I? Oh, sure, you know, sure, sure. Should I behave yeah. myself? And now I just don't bother because it's like, it's fucking hours and hours a week. I don't have time for that. I'll watch a movie. I'll watch a movie I already seen. I love this. It's twice movies. as long if you listen to everyone you do. Then your yeah. your life would basically be twelve hours of either podcast doing or listening. Yeah, uh, I can't handle yeah. that much. So now that the now that the listeners know that none of us want to be here. <laughs> oh Jesus, Jonathan! I want to talk about video games. There's so your much Skype stuff picture is scary. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know how it got taken. I don't remember taking it. Like it looks like you know when ladies get nose jobs and they have like black eyes from it because of like blood in their face. It, it looks yeah. like the last thing that woman saw before Travis the Chimp bit her face off. <laughs> am I am I Travis the Chimp in that scenario? Then? In this situation, yes, you are. Uh, and, unless that unless that is racist, in which case, no. It's not even all racist. Right, then you definitely look like Travis the Killer Chimp. (laughs) As well as the Chameleon and Voldemort and Lex Luthor and Richard O'Brien and Miraplan. I've been arguing speaking of Lex Luthor and race. Have you guys seen the, uh, the 90s, I think it's 90s Superman cartoon? The one that was done by Bruce Timm, the people who did the... Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been meaning to watch that. My significant other is convinced that Lex Luthor is black because of that. She's like, he is black. I'm like, no, he's he's a Caucasian. She's like, show me the episode where they explicitly state that he's Caucasian. I'm like, well, they don't need to because he's he's, he's white. one of the richest no. men in in the world. Therefore, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how hard is that? It's right there in front of you. But it's a but cartoon, is, so she's like, anything's possible. We got a black president. We got a black Lex Luthor now. The thing is, he's um, I think he tans a lot. Well, his lips are thick in that. They they fashioned him after uh, like Telly Savalas, who is yes, a they did. Uh, I'm a big fan of Telly Savalas, um, but yeah, I guess that topic is over. I'm sorry, I don't even know why I brought it up. Do you want to talk about video games? Come on, Dead or Alive Five, what? 3DS update, huh? Xenoblade coming to the United States. What? Yeah, there's so much stuff going on. I wanted to call someone out for being a fucker on the internet, but I guess you can talk about your dumb video games if you want. Uh, <laughs> that's not very inviting, Mexico Phil. I'm both scared. Actually, of you. actually, I'm let's bore you. Yeah. let's let us for the moment yeah. because mm. I want to save up for the dumb fucker thing. I'm looking forward mm. to that now. I want to look after it like it is Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Xenoblade because all right, because yeah. I know Conrad has things about that that he says. Sometimes I'd love to hear what Conrad and the things he has to say about that. Yep. Conrad, what do you think about Xenoblade coming to North America? It's not going to sell. It's going to be pointed to as a failure in the industry. 
40 percent of the people who said oh my god i'm gonna buy it aren't gonna buy it it's gonna be a disaster and then it will be pointed to in future as a reason why not to bring these games over so well, what do you think do you have a guess as to what it will actually do numbers wise like do you think it'll no. be a resounding really, yeah i don't think it's going to be a resounding success i think what if they're smart about it they'll produce small quantities they'll sell out of those and and move on with their lives but I, I, I'm not excited about this coming over because I don't think I think it's a lot of a uh, lot of noise and not actually a lot of people who are truly that dedicated to it. I think the ones who are dedicated to it have pirated it already because yep. it's uh, you know fully playable in English already. This is this is um, a thing that happened. Um, this is the same thing that happened with. Um, this is why you shouldn't pay attention to viral buzz. It's because the vocal minority, um, mm-hmm. not to be racist or anything. But um, uh, but no, like you know, like when uh, when Grindhouse was going to come out, and when uh, Snakes on a Plane was going to come out, there was like so much internet buzz about both of those, and then they ended up being um, performing pretty badly theatrically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like whenever people are like, "I want this, I want this, I want this so badly," and then I, I, I want it now, I want it all all the time, and then you know, <laughs> all the time. And then, and then Scott Pilgrim, for instance, um, oh, yeah. that that was coming out. There's a lot of hype behind that, and then it didn't mm-hmm. do super terribly, but um, it did actually worse, it do- much worse. I, I think it made forty million in its first yeah. week, and it made it cost sixty million to make. So they felt like, wow. and you know, they make yeah. all you make your money in your first weekend usually. Um, yeah. So they, I think they eventually broke well, even, but it was definitely I, a disappointment. I think, I think one of the problems was is they had a lot of sneak like sneak previews for that, and a lot of early screenings. Um, I went to two tr- of them. Did you really? Yeah. Well, I was invited to them. I we were trying. I mean, Detroit they were stuff, like trying so. to build buzz about it, and it's like all the people who would have been there opening night, they ended up showing it to them early anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I just so think this that is that's... still related to Xenoblade, kind of. Do you think no, that I mean, by I think... Re- releasing it in uh, Europe is kind of like a preview screening in a way to the games? Like, here, pirate this. It's in English. Well, kind of. Why don't you just play it and then kind not of. talking about it for? Well, it's released in England. What in the summer? And now it's been six out months for a while, later. Yeah. Yeah. Now you they're saying right. they're going to bring it out here. I think they're, they're a little late to that. Yeah. If they're doing a really careful thing about it, they should do it like the way Kickstarter does things. Um, huh. I mean, if they're like, because I, I honestly I see this as it being a thing where Nintendo's like, okay, we're going to very carefully take our heads out of our asses and look to see if the coast is clear. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna and the first the first thing in the suggestion box we're gonna take care of it and they're like oh maybe maybe we should put this out in the states and they're gonna do it and they're very they're very timid about it they're so afraid that, that this is this is like listening to the intern who suggested hey why don't we listen to that community manager over there and see what the community is saying about what they want and they're gonna go okay but we're gonna be very careful and then they're gonna do it and it's gonna flop mm. and. They're going to go, oh, no, that's a terrible idea. We should never do that. That's an awful yeah. thing to do. Yeah, I, mean, I do think they are got to be aware caution. of the risks involved, though. Well, I mean, I, I think that's why they're sticking to a GameStop exclusivity deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's... I mean, you've got to define what flop is. If you right. produce enough copies of a game to meet demand and sell out of those copies, it's not a flop. That yeah. is... That is a small success. It's a very small micro success, but it is a success by the terms you've set out. It's mm-hmm. not. It's obviously not modern warfare success. It's not Arkham City success, but it is a success. I mean, we saw this with Demon Souls. That game wasn't a massive chart topper, 
but they sold out of their original supply, so they made their money. It was a success. They Again, it was a success by the small standards. It was the same by the people who were celebrating... What was it? No More Heroes? They were celebrating uh-huh. the sales of that, even though when you look at it compared to other games, it looks like a flop. Oh, it, yeah, they hit 500,000 copies, and they were ecstatic. Yeah. They, like, they couldn't believe how good that was. So yeah. long as you exceed your own expectations, then you've succeeded. Uh, right. And I, 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 I'm not a fortune teller yet, but I do think that if they play it smart... I mean, this is Nintendo. They're basically the kings of undersupplying. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they can exceed expectations, if they keep those expectations as small as I think they're going to keep them, then it'll succeed in its own, you know, in its own way, on its own terms. Um, and at the end of the day, I just, to be a, more positive on it, I just think everybody's won. Like, everybody gets a chance to play the game in their own way. Nintendo is keeping it exclusive to GameStop, so they're not going to make some big monetary loss. Plus, they've made themselves look like heroes. The amount mm. of people that suddenly yeah. forgot that they hated Nintendo and when they were like, you guys are brilliant, thank you so much. We are so grateful for this delayed game, you know? It, it, it earned them some great PR. They yeah, look like champions of the of the under- Well, they're really on a roll actually with PR. People are loving the um the 3DS update. I know all of you may not care, but but there's people every day emailing the the 3DS update. Did you like it with the thing there? Yeah, the I just video? got my 3DS. I asked you on Twitter for recommendations recommendations for good games, and you never answered when me. You, when did you do that? Like a day ago. I just got it uh, a couple a nights ago. Man. I, yeah, I haven't been on the computer. On Twitter. As, soon as, I got home, <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I got home from my day job yesterday, I had to usher off to the Muppets, which was a mild disappointment. And then when really? I got home, I had to... Yeah. How was it a mild disappointment? How uh, were you expecting anything? I I was told it was per- perhaps the best movie of the oh. year, the best Muppet movie ever made. Who told you this? Blah, 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 blah. And did he sell Magic Beans as well? <laughs> no, a lot of but people... Tell you what, I all the people Muppets. I know who have seen it are really into it. If I get my Muppets film... Katrina, I'm... Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Oh, dear. That's all right. Oh. Uh, who was talking? Do you want to talk more? Where's Conrad? What no, 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 no. I was. I thought I was muted. I was yelling across the apartment. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, if I, I go was to gonna... Muppet film, I expect the following things. I uh-huh. expect to see a pig going <laughs> like that. Then I expect to see two old men go. That was fucking shit. And then I expect to see a frog go. And then the it's wrong. Did that happen or not? Um. Pretty much. The, yeah. the pig is much more contained this time. There is a lot of, oh, Kermit, 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 which is a little awkward. <laughs> that was brilliant. It's terrifying. The movie is just a little troubling, but there's some really good parts. It's a very uneven movie. The the g- good parts are amazing. Some of the best Muppet moments is ever. Is the big blue that. eagle in it or not? Yeah, he's in it. He works for a new news network. He's uh, he's really good in it. That when it's good, it's perfect. When it's bad, it's the worst. I really hated some parts of it. Anyway, about Xenoblade, I was gonna say that what I'm hoping this means, regardless of whether the game succeeds or not, I'm hoping this means that Nintendo of America is getting back to form when they had very different standards. There was a time when Nintendo of America 
said, okay, we're going to have our big blockbuster games like uh, Mario and Zelda and whatever, and then we'll also release these games that are going to sell less than a million copies. They may even sell less than 500,000 copies, but because they were cheap enough to produce, that's still a profit. We, we can be big and small. We can appease uh, and niche I gamers. Yeah. I agree with you that that is the, the, the big silver lining here and, and where I want this to be successful. I want them to produce that small print run and I want them to sell it out. I just don't know that they are because I think most yeah. of the people who really want to play this game already actually have and aren't actually going to think it through the way that, you know, some of the more vocal members of Operation Rainfall will, you know, are far seeing enough to see that if they support this now, there's a good chance that more small run games will come from Nintendo. I I trust gamers the same way I trust all the gamers that buy all of the games that they download from the Pirate Bay and Mm. they like the game and then they buy it legally. They definitely all do that. Everybody does that. Yeah, I I trust that they'll do that. (laughs) Well, the one thing it has going for it, it is coming out in a huge, even by Wii game, uh, Wii market standards, it's going to be a huge lull when it comes out next March. I mean, there's not a lot going on on the Wii or even on a lot of other consoles at that time. So I'll have that going for them. But I do wish that they would have just skipped Xenoblade entirely to to, to be a party pooper and just gone straight to the last story and just brought that mm-hmm. out because that's much better out of the... Uh, out of the Operation Rainfall games, Last Story is by far the best. And if that doesn't come out here, that'll be the real tragedy. Xenoblade at this point, it's a great game, uh, but I got it at the same time as I got Last Story, and Last Story just totally overshadowed it. I think even if sales on Xenoblade don't do well, just the reputation that they'll get from releasing it and actually doing something for their fans will be kind of the... It'll kind of make yeah. up for some lagging sales, I think. Oh, sure. I mean, the money they may potentially lose on it, they'll get back, I think, in just uh, releasing the game as a marketing move. But only yeah. if they don't... If the game comes out and it doesn't sell that well, and then they say, told you so, and then now we're not re- releasing uh, Last Story or uh, other games people are interested in, then it'll completely backfire. So they've got to yeah. do this and commit to continuing to release games like this for at least a well, little while, at least the uh, 2012, I think. I mean, if that happens, though, gamers don't have anybody to blame but themselves. That's true, because they didn't buy it. Or they pirated yeah. it, or they imported it, or whatever. <laughs> they're going to blame themselves, and they're going to feel guilt and remorse, I'm sure. That's going to happen. It happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. Being sarcastic. I'm being fucking sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Xenoblade. I'm, oh, um... God. You guys, what do you guys think about Miyamoto? And he retired. Oh, not retiring? He's he sort of retired. No, he's no. Nintendo, Nintendo have completely denied it. Interestingly enough, Wired are still sticking by it. Like Nintendo themselves said Miyamoto's not retiring, and Wired said he fucking is. <laughs> so, <laughs> was that Chris at Wired? He's a personal he friend. Did, yeah, he didn't say they fuck. He fucking is, but they were like yeah. he. he Basically, for those who don't know what's going on, for our lovely listeners, um, Wired did a story with quotes from Miyamoto, which said, basically, or at least their interpretation was, um, he is retiring, uh, quote-unquote, because he's kind of stepping down from his current role and then shifting into some obscure role and letting like younger talent step up. Uh, so obviously there was a big echo around the internet, you know, Miyamoto's retiring, what have you. And then Nintendo came out and said, no, 
He is not retiring. His position isn't changed. He's just helping some other developers. And then Chris Kohler came out and said, the quotes speak for themselves. We're sticking by our story. So hmm, interesting. interesting stuff. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting little thing that I don't think anyone really cares about, but it's still very... In- no, it actually is legit interesting, which is obviously why no one cares about it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I... Yeah, this is not an uncommon thing in business uh, for someone who has a very active leading role in a company to sort of scale back their uh, participation in some way or change up their their projects uh, Mm -hmm. towards the tail end of their career to sort of ease them out of the spotlight in the company and make room for a successor to fulfill their role. So that's not that unusual to me. And I didn't think that I I think that the. Jim actually really put it best there, that that uh, article that Joystick put up, that headline, uh, it was an echo that sort of reverberated around the internet. Because when you get an echo, you only get a small portion of the original sound. And all anybody saw was the Miyamoto retiring in the headline. And that's what went to reverberate out through the uh, through the internet. The article itself, I thought was pretty clear about what that meant and so forth, even if the headline was, you know, link bait, and it absolutely was, I I don't think that uh, there was anything particularly problematic with that story other than people rushing to judgment and uh, Mm. posting inaccurate information. Interestingly, it wasn't just the bloggers that rushed to judgment, which I think explains why Nintendo was so quick to come out and say, dude, he's he's staying where he is, Uh, because apparently following the story, they lost some stock. Like People were getting ready to fucking bail out. Which is interesting. It, it sort of shows just how much power Miyamoto's name has at Nintendo, the idea that he's going and people instantly are ready to think, right, we're fucking getting out. Which kind of leads me to believe that they might need to start grooming up another sort of Miyamoto-style figurehead to take over like the, the public face of Nintendo's development when he goes. Because he, he's obviously going to go eventually sure. uh, at some point. Um, I do believe he will outlive all of us, but he okay. will go at some point. And it, I think that was an, a, an interesting little f- future sort of hint that when he does eventually properly go, that Nintendo might be in a bit of trouble. Um, I saw this report that said that, oh, investors are all getting ready to abandon Nintendo anyway. So it's weird because you get like, on the business side of it, you hear a lot of terrible stuff about Nintendo, but then on the retail side, you hear about them doing so well. Uh, mm. It's an interesting thing, but I, I guess that's the weird thing about business, is you can do really well, but behind closed doors, you've got boards of directors and shareholders and stuff who are still unhappy. Well, uh, I think it goes back to what you were saying about Nintendo and their own expectations for how their game sells, whether it's a flop or not investors and business people's expectations for Nintendo is so unrealistically high in the past five or six years because the Wii just sold so much and the DS sold so much. So now, unless Nintendo is literally kicking everyone's ass up and down the street, it's, you know, sell your stock and get get rid of them. Yeah. Because So, um, yeah, they've really spoiled their investors, I Price think. Price of success, Jonathan. Exactly. Yeah, you like, know what that's like, Jim. And Nintendo and, and gamers, we're, we're all victims of Nintendo's success. <laughs> Conrad, I just want to, before we move on, that was like poetry. That stuff you said, that metaphor about the echo, and the you don't get all... That was magic, man. That was really good. You know what? 
What? We can still sue Nintendo. Why? Because they they? are the ones who haven't uh, gone with an arbitration clause in their EULA. In fact, I read the 3DS one that updated. They have a really, like, kind of sound policy on it. They're like, hey, yeah, you can sue us if you want to. And you agree under this agreement that you can't sue for any bullshit crap or anything. You can get back the money that you invested. No more. But if we find the wrong, you know, you're going to pay attorney's fees. It's really laid out in clear language. Um, That impressed the hell out of me. Nice. So basically, the message to take is we fucking sue those cunts while we can. Okay? So, yeah, Miyamoto touched me. Shall we go with that one? Class action sue all the Podtoid listeners, okay? You're all in on this scam, right? We're going to fucking get them like they got OJ. We're going to tell them that Miyamoto touched us all, and we're going to get in there before they update the clauses. We will tell them if you don't give us the last story for free, all of us in the world, right, translated just by Reggie fils me on his own, we will sue the pants off you, all for we use. Hang on, if, if such a thing were to happen, what they all they do is that they take Miyamoto, they package him with a small team of young up-and-coming developers that he can train, move him out of the spotlight, oh my god! <gasps> <laughs> that was thunder and lightning. Oh, was a wow. That oh was my fucking Christ. You, you did it's it. It's begun. <laughs> Nintendo is like five matrixes. <laughs> <laughs> How many matrixes are there in the matrix? Isn't there that part with the old man where like there's, then you, and then you go in here, then you'll be the one for this one, but then there's another one <laughs> seven so ones stupid. later. And, yeah, man. Ouch. That's all I, I fucking I fucking that. hate it when someone's like I'm like, that was a really confusing, stupid, horribly written movie. And they're like, no, man, you have to read up on it. And I'm like, it's a movie. Why the fuck do I have to <laughs> read, up, have on to read up on it? Oh, it's really funny. Yeah, you saw it? Yeah, but did you read about it too? Well, anyway. No, man, you don't understand Donnie Darko. Oh, those guys. Oh, I understand yeah. Donnie Darko. I still don't understand that movie. It's a fine movie to watch for, I, you know, I mean, watching stuff. Guy. Like, I mean, the people no, who didn't understand guy. Inception, like, that's that's sad, but like, you know, like there there are movies where I'm like, this is this is convoluted and sloppy. Like, mm, mm-hmm. Southwest well, Tales is a nightmare. Here's basically no, the here is the yeah. plot running under Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at me! <laughs> I, I've done a clever film. Now I'm going well, to say yes. a culture thing. <laughs> The last, the last like, uh, 10 minutes of that film, I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, I'm kind of with you, I'm kind of with you, and oh, and then it just falls from the sky, and you're like, oh, aren't you clever? Oh, yeah, and you're just yeah. such a, mm. Exactly. Like, anyone, like a anyone can write a Donnie Darko film, right? Hello, what? I'm eating this sandwich. Why is that sandwich eating you? Oh, I am Donnie Darko. <laughs> what, I, what I hated about it was it's... It couldn't make up its mind if it was trying to be serious or funny or um, modern and edgy or like you know it wasn't a period any of piece. Those things except for maybe modern and edgy because modern like, and I'm edgy like, often means bad. It's used as an excuse. Oh, but it's wow. like it's like it goes from him being like hypnotized and talking about how he's jerking off to um, you know uh, Christina Applegate. And then, and then the next thing, he's like crying because a time traveling bunny showed up while he was watching Evil Dead. Like, yeah, did but, I watch this movie? I don't remember any of these. It parts. was the bit when they were talking about the Smurfs, which is the bit where I just went, "Oh, fuck off!" I fucking hate all that. I'm going to say something funny about something that we watched as kids. 
<laughs> Look at me. Fuck off. Yeah. So like, I don't hate Kevin Smith as much God. as some people, but fuck that, that shit. That, that movie Didn't was like we a just live have journal. a conversation about who we'd bang, Wilma or Betty? That's we different. did. Just, but that's we were speaking from the heart. Yeah, that's different because we weren't saying anything funny. So. I was speaking from the dick. <laughs> Oh, it's one of those ones where they think they've come up with some really clever observation and then spend ten minutes talking about it. Again, nothing like Potsoid. <laughs> We're just talking to each other, though. See, that's the thing. That's uh, These movies are trying to replicate what it's like when friends just talk to each other. And uh, to me, it comes off as forced and artificial, which makes me sad. Well, because you know it's not a real conversation. Exactly. It feels like they they had a blueprint to follow for how witty, topical, uh, referency banter amongst the audience yeah. goes. Just, and we're just really like that. We didn't you can see this, them ticking boxes, basically. Exactly. Uh, yeah. At this point, we've got to mention the Smurfs. So that's basically what it is. Whereas, in my remake, in my Hollywood remake of Donnie Darko, I'm just going to put Jonathan Holmes in a bunny costume and film him for an hour. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be, that'd be a, a much better movie. Just that automatically. Uh, they made a sequel, didn't they? Like Darlene Darko? Yeah, it's about his sister. Oh. oh played they by did. Baggy Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Or like, or like Baggy Gyllenhaal. Whoa! <laughs> she looks like a basset hound. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying that she looked like a bag lady. <laughs> They're both mean. Yeah. I didn't uh, yeah, thought, people find her like attractive. A... Sad turtle. <laughs> I honestly like I don't I don't mean to sound gay or anything, but I would probably rather fuck Jake Gyllenhaal than Maggie Gyllenhaal. He looks more like a, a girl. Yeah, he's a pretty he's, man, and he's the prince he's, of Persia. That's so true, hot. and he wears a cowboy hat. She's um, just girlfriend. She's kind of cute too. I what guess. Happened, what happened in the Christopher Nolan Batman universe to Katie Holmes to turn her into Maggie Gyllenhaal? <laughs> That's pretty rotten. <laughs> like I want to see like I want to see like a side story like spinoff where like Clayface kidnaps her and she's like gets like chemically melted or something. I'm just <laughs> I just figured she'd have a really bad spin-off. year. Yeah, she just like ate a lot of um, fish burritos and whoopie pies that year. That's what I wow. figured happened. Yeah, I, I like fish, fish burritos. So I never had a fish burrito. They're delicious, man, but they're I not had healthy. A surf and turf. Mm. Oh, yeah, those are good, too. But it is fish. Fish is always healthy. That is what I tell myself. Yeah, I try to tell myself that, too. Fried fish sticks. Yeah, f- healthy, fried, slimming fish. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any thoughts on Dead or Alive 5? It's fighting. No! It's finest, <laughs> No, we don't! It's Stop fighting this. entertainment. You don't think finest. when you play Dead or Alive, ever. Can it's I, uh, actually a, quite a thinking man's game. I reviewed the uh, 3DS one. It was the oh, first one I really got into. I got There's one not question. That, that's the thing. It really fails. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'd like to hear it, Max. Can I masturbate to it? <laughs> <laughs> you can. You shouldn't. It's not sexy at all. I heard, I? I heard there were memory glands in that game. Confirm or deny. How was them digit boobs? <laughs> it's horribly unerotic. It's a parody of the human body, of, the, of a woman's body. What are those boobies bounce up and down? <laughs> okay. Is it, do you yeah. think it's intentional? Oh, no, of course. Of it's okay, it's a failed, you. it is a unintentional parody. It is, you know, it is the showgirls of video games in that way. Or, or actually, was Verhoeven 
Did he do that on purpose? I still don't know. Uh, it's one of those. It's like Mommy Dearest. It's like they claim it was on purpose. Now, yeah, I don't think so though. No, Overhoven Ho- is like the most accidental, uh, brilliant satirist in existence. I know. I can't tell if he means it sometimes. He's though. such. He's so good. Like you. You seriously no, like makes him so good at being the best. Yeah. He is Paul Verhoeven is to movies what chimpanzees are to humans. It's like they don't know that they're parodies, but they. And just having a fun time, and we love it all the same. <laughs> and that's how Dead or Alive's depiction of sexuality is. But the game itself, with the uh, guessing between throws, uh, parries, and, and strikes. Jonathan! Very Jonathan, nice. Jonathan, Very nice Jonathan, there. Jonathan yep. is it pedophilia if you masturbate over Dead or Alive or not? Yeah, they're all, um, they're like 14, I think, most of them. That is 15. true. Yeah, it's just a straightforward. Well, it's not really pedophilic because you're not real human beings, though. You're you're masturbating to abstract shapes. I, know, I mean, it's like they're very clearly sexualized. They're gonna yeah. look the same no matter what. This is a question I've asked before. I wrote hard articles on this. Mm. It's a, would it kill Japanese developers to just say they're twenty four? Like, do they have to say like they have to say they're fourteen? Otherwise, it's not the same for them. It's like, do just say they're twenty four in it's Japan. Not, uh, the the fetish culture in Japan, as I've come to understand it, is obsessed with being the one who is remembered and, and matters and has an impact. You have sex with a 30-year-old a woman, she's like, oh yeah, another guy I had sex with. Have sex with a 14-year-old, wow, she'll remember that. I, I learned a thing about Japan. Mm, I learned yep. a thing about Japan. Uh, and they so, have a there's, a there's a slang term for women in Japan um, called Christmas cakes. And it Whoa. refers to um, women after their 20, 25th birthday because they're like a Christmas cake. After the 25th, they're no good. Nobody oh wants them. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> that is so but bad. But that's the best part is because there is like one person who's like, oh, my God, they're having a sale on Christmas cakes. I better get down to the Ralphs really quick and buy all <laughs> oh, these expired cakes. <laughs> I, I know cougar culture will come to Japan eventually. It's just a matter of time. Really? Uh, yeah, eventually. It, it's too good not to. Cougar culture, it's too good. Japan will only get weirder as far as I'm concerned. I, I am, awesome. I'm, I'm British, okay? <laughs> I am uh-huh. British. The cougar is an American animal. So as mm. such, that term has never come to Britain as far as I know. And for all my years, I have never thought to ask. Well, I'm going to ask now. Why? Why is that what they're called? Why call them that? Because hmm. they hunt young men. Is that well, they could have called them tigers. Or, oh, is that it? You know, well, they, bear, all just, the just... terms for like women of old age are all like cougar, puma, jaguar is supposed to be a woman oh, of old all... What? I've never heard these. Puma? Who's a puma? A puma? I think it goes... Um, I can't remember which one is before Cougar, because I think Cougar specifically references a woman in like, her 40s. God, it's like wedding Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Is it like a There's a whole hierarchy. There is. I'm only hearing one um, aggressive pussy after another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and the pussy connection. I didn't make that. Damn. Yeah, I never even Apps. thought that either. Oh. Isn't there a, pussy isn't connection there a... would be a good band name. Did you see that report <laughs> that came out recently that said they took things that convicted rapists said about women and mm. mixed them up with things that like men's magazines said about women, put them all in a list of comments, and it, they showed it to ordinary people, and they couldn't tell. 
oh which God. came from the magazines oh. and which came from the rapists. Like Is that, this like Maxim. The stuff? same, like uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. The whole Maxim Zoo loaded. All I don't know. People stuff. read the words in those magazines anyway. Well, apparently rapists <laughs> do, or the other <laughs> way around. Rapists are writing the articles yeah. for <laughs> but maybe nobody's reading that shit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But that like, is a maybe they kind maybe of they communicate in special code through the magazine. Like maybe it's like a rape magazine and no one knows it, and all the people who work at the magazines are like writing a secret code rape magazine, and there's like a rape decoder that everyone. <laughs> this is worse than they live. Is so it? Yeah. What if the world is secretly happen. run by rapists. <laughs> Uh, they have like special rings like they're like the stone cutters they have like secret clubs you know something i noticed about rape jokes yeah i'm sorry go on maybe they wear special glasses and they watch law and order special victims unit and it's like a cautionary show about what to not do you know if i may real quick we'd like to clarify that we don't think the editorial staff of maxim are rapists (laughs) (laughs) that still is up for debate i know some people who contribute to that magazine they're not rapists Oh, good. Okay. We're confirmed then. <laughs> yeah, at least well, one of one of one of them might. might. Maybe they're just not into you, Conrad. I um, I, I met a rapist once. Uh, I um, not on purpose. Not on purpose. Right, he was a friend. Happened. He was a friend of my brother's. Um, yeah. less said about my brother's friends, the better. But he was called Genova. Whoa! Huh. Like G- the one the Sephiroth things are on with. I, I'm guessing it's the only Genova I know. <laughs> and I just. Genova the rapist. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, ugh, I didn't like having him in the flat. I think I only saw him the once, and I didn't see him again. Thank Christ. But yeah, just—that's the kind of people I used to have to live with. Genova the rapist, whiffing the guy who drew on himself with a stick of his own shit. And, oh, with it. And we need it. more stories from your past. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna have to. Got an interesting story past. I'm gonna have to dredge some up, but it's like people complain about some of the things I draw in MS Paint and some of the things I tweet. To me, it is so tame compared to <laughs> the things I've seen. I am basically like a walking event horizon from the movie Event Horizon. <laughs> I went somewhere and came back, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's washed away like tears in rain. Is that from Event Horizon? I still no, haven't got Blade to see it. I forget what he says. That's what the guy in Blade Runner says before. The things I've the uh, oh, the, rut? the things I the rut. You wouldn't. Yeah. Be- you people wouldn't. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. I think it is. And then yeah, he's something just, about he says something that's sort of cool. It's like I've seen like a sunrise, and then he's like, I've seen fucking robots falling into a black hole. I don't think you said I've seen fucking robots. <laughs> I, wanna, I just wanna, I want to rewrite Blade Runner and just have it be really fucking juvenile. I think well, every film would be better like that. Like, Frankly, my dear, fucking robots. <laughs> I just I don't know. Robots fall in a black hole in the movie Black Hole. That's a good movie. It's little droids there. What about trash can droids? What if, you know? what if the rut wasn't the rut at all, and he was like, like he's supposed to be a robot who's a fighting robot, you know? In um, real life, you're like you want to make a no, biopic in, about him in the Blade Runner, you know. Oh, right, right, right. He's All the right. replicant, but it uh-huh. it's weird because he's not. I mean, he's he's very very uh, composed and intelligent. But what if he was like like just a like a roided out asshole <laughs> who was just like, what the fuck, Deckard? What the fuck? 
Just like kind of a redneck who's an android from space. Just, <sighs> He'd have been eliminated a long time before Deckard had ever gotten to him. <laughs> well, in the new Blade Runner, maybe that's what they'll do to appeal to the modern market. To appeal we'll to dumb people like me. Well, you know, I'd watch it. And and got I hope that Daryl Hannah's character is played by a Humvee. I find the the I find Blade Runner to be really kind of dull, honestly. Mm. It's nice to like, look at. It's a fascinating like the, film, but I, I it's very slow, I agree. It's based I on like, like the book the, a lot. The book mm. is really short and pretty straightforward, you know. It's very straightforward, mm. but it it touches on some elements of the society that I think are really fascinating. There's a religious element that that permeates the book that it really makes me uh makes me think it's there everyone has these devices in their houses that uh they can use to dial up emotions and then they have um this this thing with two handles and you hold the handles and everyone who is holding the handles simultaneously around the world are joined together by their consciousnesses um in the form of this guy named mercer who's climbing up a mountain while unseen figures throw rocks at him Whoa. And for those interested, the book isn't called Blade Runner. It's called Madame Doubtfire. It's uh, <laughs> Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Uh, and and I mean, fascinating. There's a sequel called Do Those Electric Sheep Make Steel Wool? <laughs> oh, you became sort of uh, Washington from Welcome Back, Cotter when you said that. <laughs> you remember Washington uh, from Welcome Back, Cotter? He's the funky African. I'm 25. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. You probably don't even know who the Munchie Cheese are. The no what? The I do. Munchie Cheese I means do. happiness. Oh, good, good, good. The, no, sorry, this this is new to me. I've got. I'm actually. I don't know why I'm physically raising my hand. Um, this is new <laughs> to me, sir. Can you please tell me more? Uh yeah. I can briefly. Uh, the Munchie Cheese were part of kind of a culture-wide ripoff of the Ewoks that happened in the 80s where everyone just needed to have a funny furry friend who is midget height. Sometimes they lived in the trees. Sometimes they were popples. Sometimes they were kusas. Uh, popples, I know. I know popples. Yeah, yeah it was pre-popples. It's post-Ewoks. Um, you know, Ewoks. means happiness. How oh, what's that? Aren't the Monchichi sort of like prototype Pikachus, really? I don't know about They're that. Like they don't shoot no, but I mean, without the electricity or the battle aspect, aren't they just kind of like, oh, it's cute shit, let's do it, let's sell it here. Well, that's been around since Hello Kitty, just the shit uh, paradigm. From Japan. Um, so I got a I got a care package the other day from one of the Destructoid community people. Um, oh, you did? It was it was from uh, Occam's Electric Toothbrush. Oh, he's a great uh, guy. Yeah, aka uh, Hugh or T Ball Bad on Twitter. Usernames on the site. He's fucking uh, awesome. He's a cool guy. He uh, he connected with with my girlfriend Jen, uh, who's a for those unfamiliar as a dental student and he was like i like weird shit and she's like i have a bunch of fake ceramic teeth all over the house and i was like for the love of god mail some to him so we do this sort of like this like care package thing every couple months and he just sent us one yesterday and it contained some of the wackiest shit uh including a copy of how the ewoks saved the trees an old ewok legend hardcover picture book how the ewoks <laughs> saved the trees yeah, as well as as well as you're gonna love this. All right, four yeah. pa- five packages of Beetlejuice trading cards, Ooh, four wow. packages of Treasure Trolls trading cards, two packages of Fright Flicks trading cards with rancid bubblegum inside, a copy uh, or a, a pack of Back to the Future Two and Batman Returns trading cards, 
and then a pack of Chris Angel Mind Freak Magic playing cards. Oh. <laughs> like That's it's a seriously punctuation for all that. It's like he has a list of things that I don't have in my apartment, and he's checking them off slowly. <laughs> Until you eventually have everything ever. Yeah, I right. want those old aliens versus predator. I think we've talked about that before. The, the trading cards. Oh, they no. just have the old back when CCGs were really popular in the nineties. They um, oh, we're talking about the nineties again. People from what are CCGs? Are those like cogs? Customizable card games? game. Or collect. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they had... TCG is a registered trademark of Wizards of the Coast. They had to all start calling them TCGs, trading oh. card games. Oh, I see. Fun fact. Learning something on Podtoid for once, other than how to get away with things. <laughs> or spot a pedophile. Yeah, how to spot one and and how to be not one. be one. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about all the video games already? That was fast. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's more. Have you, guys, have you guys installed? You guys have all installed your 360 update, right? I haven't. No. I couldn't be fucked. No, really? no, no, I have no interest in that. What's it do? Does it do anything? Uh, well, I, I, I just talk to my 360 now. I don't have to pick up the controller to do most of my mundane crap, which is kind of. How is the connect stuff? stuff? It works really well. Now I did run into a problem um, early on with it. I, uh, you know, right when I got the update, started it up. You know, I instantly, of course, as, as you would, said, uh, Bing search lemon party. And, uh, <laughs> and it said Latin party. So the voice, it's not quite there, not perfect. Um, gave me Latin party over and over again. I never did get it to give me lemon party. And then I started Netflix and it said, Iniciando Netflix. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, well, how was the Latin party? Uh, yeah, it was all right. You know, it was so it like just a, a selection of Latin party? music. But uh, one thing I find really interesting about the update and the voice commands is that if you put a number in the middle of the title of your game, like, say, Driver 3, you know, they put the 3 in over the E. So let's say, for what inexplicable reason I I couldn't begin to guess, I have Driver 3 in my 360 and I want to start it by voice, I have to say, play Drive Thru, Drift Thru, Drift Thru, Drift Thru, play Drift Thru. That's how I always call it for a joke. So yeah, no, it, it, because the system doesn't differentiate, you know, doesn't know that it's not supposed to be the number. So right. some of these indie games, like I made a game with zombies in it, that's going to be a really oh, fun. Wow. <laughs> that is brilliant though, the because everyone made drift three jokes like years ago, and there's this whole you know truck the brick joke, that's like you know you throw a brick up in the air and then several like scenes later it lands on someone's head and everybody laughs. And that's right. what that like that's the big video game brick joke of we all said Drift 3 a years ago and now we have to say it in real. That's brilliant. That is genius. I like the connect now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean the layout of the menus is not is uh, not good and like the indie games people are pissed at oh, how yeah? hard it is to I've heard, yeah. Is it even harder than it was? It wasn't well, easy before. They, they ran into the same problem last time they did the dashboard update, where the indie games got kind of tucked a little bit further back, and you had to go through like another menu or two to get to them. And you know, real quick, Microsoft was very uh, accommodating and, and changed the dashboard and got them a more prominent place that that seemed to satisfy everyone. Um, but now, again, in this, like to get to the indie games channel on the marketplace, it's not its own category, really, and you can't search by category anymore, apparently. Huh, that's weird. Uh, and so I, I saw a video up on, on YouTube, someone had, had sent this to us, where 
a guy goes through all the process that you have to do. It's like 17 clicks to get to indie games. And one of the uh, menus that you open up is like a rotating feature spotlight thing on the marketplace. So you have to like wait for that to come up and then select it so that you can get into the indie games section. It's not good. Oh, man, that's terrible. There's some really good indie games that look as good as XBLA games, like that uh, Orbitron Revolution. Did you see that one? It's by ex-Capcom yep, it's people. kind of a Defender kind of thing uh, in a fully sort of 3D feel. It's, there's a lot of great stuff that hits the indie games marketplace. I, I venture to say there's usually one game that comes out every week that I wouldn't mind spending money on, and mm. one game a month at minimum that I feel demands to be purchased. So, right, right. Yet no one knows them or plays them. It's sad. Hope I that play changes. Every week on Saturday morning hangover. Well, you do. And thank God for you showing them to the, the Xbox Live Europe used to have a show. Um, like that, the whole. I forget what they call it. You know where they do the original Xbox Live shows? Like Inside Xbox. Inside or... Xbox, that's it. The European version had. It was done by um, a Scottish fella who used to work with the console, like, on Consolevania, which was a UK video game-based show. Um, it was called The Independent Charles Show, and it was it was kind of like the video game show what I'd done, what I used to do on Destructoid, like, this really shitty low production values where the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. It was not only fucking hilarious, um, but it also genuinely discussed, like, indie games. It talked about things like Applejack and Breath of Death and all this stuff. Um, and they, they fucking cancelled it after like six or seven episodes, which was very sad. Um, I don't think it helped that he kept mentioning Nintendo games <laughs> and all this other stuff every now and then saying, I don't know if I can say that because it's not on Xbox. Um, <laughs> so that might be part of the reason, but he still does stuff. I forget the name, Robert something, Skelton or something. Um, very funny guy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they just, they, they've got nothing to show indie stuff. Um, yeah. Guys. But, guys. so, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, if you have Connect, the update's fantastic. If you don't have Connect, you're kind of getting screwed. Uh, yeah, don't I, don't have, so. I don't have a Connect, mm-hmm. and it's really, like, I got mad at it because I was sort of excited about shouting RoboCop at my TV and getting to watch RoboCop. But I don't have a Connect, so now I just have to shout that and... You know, They're pretty cheap and... now, though. I might get one this year. We're actually getting the the boy one for Christmas. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. How much are they? You think? Like- uh, Amazon has them for a hundred bucks right now, or they did as of like a couple days ago. Um, but uh, it, it retail one fifty. Oh no! I'll get oh, one. I you yeah. can get them for like eighty bucks now. Yeah. Maybe that was a Black Friday thing. I want I want one for eighty dollars. That's what I want. Fifty for me uh, until 50, Dynamic yeah. Pitch comes out. I'm Diabolical Pitch. That's the uh, um, pseudo game. I'll buy that. Guys, I got a. I got. I'm getting it. Well, I'm getting a PlayStation Three for Christmas. Oh, good. That sounds um, good. What happened was, um, Jen accidentally let slip that she got me one, and I was like, "Oh, you feel bad because you blew the ruined Christmas with a big secret." So I gave her her Ocarina of Time 3DS, which Tara also just got. Oh, so, nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, what should I get for the PS3? Like, what should I? I mean, obviously, like, I pay attention to this, but, you know, there's so much shit on the PS3 that I've kind of sworn off thinking about just because I would get angry because I couldn't have it. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah. off the top of your head, aside from um, the Shadow of Colossus and, and uh, you know, Eco Collection, mm-hmm. what should I get? Uh, get The Last Guy. I love it. The Last Guy? Uh-huh. I love that game a lot. Oh, it's that, that's a PSN game. Yeah, that one's really cool. It uses you like uh, that satellite too, maps. 
Yeah, I like that mm-hmm. game a lot. That was one of the first things I picked up off of PSN. Me too. I'm and, very emotionally attached to that game. It, it represented to me that Sony was going to get weird for and me. It is. It's, well. yeah. it's a weird little game. It's these satellite photos of you know locations all around the world, and you control a guy trying to rescue survivors in a zombie outbreak. And so it's like part stealth game, part action game. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like fast. Snake mixed with a zombie apocalypse game. Oh, weird. Because the more people you collect, the longer your trail of people that you have to rescue are. Um, But when monsters come after you, you need to keep them close to you, and you have to hide in buildings. Blah blah blah. There's there's a lot of different types of enemies. Having more people, like you know, it increases the amount of size, and you're so you're taking a risk by growing bigger. But that gives you more stamina to run faster and direct your people as well. So it's Hmm. a a balance thing, and you have a limited amount of time to get people to the landing zone to get out. So you want to try and grab as many people and drag them back. So it's like uh, it's like from dust, but not gay and French. <laughs> well, from dust is uh terraforming this is strictly like pac-man level complexity of, of the actual gameplay yeah but the maze is a real city uh well you like the uncharted games right you uh do that in uncharted stuff in there you got metal um, gear solid little big planet 2 yeah, Metal Gear Solid Four, Little Big We're Planet little big, Two. I'd skip the first one big planet. the second one out. i'm gonna get the i think hmm? i'm gonna i think i'm gonna try and Little big planet. After wearing myself That's out good. on uh, on Skyrim, I think I'm gonna do the uh, I'm gonna reduce um, the Metal Gear games. I'm gonna try and play all those a bunch. Play through them. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. Get the HD collection and get four. Uh, you like God of War? I you want like that. that. So yeah, you like eh, that. I don't that's, like that. That's a side of God. God of War. I, really, I don't think you'd like uh, God of War. Really? I, no, I, I wouldn't. I played the first yeah, two. I don't know. You, kill the guy. you know what? I, I, you should get Heavy Rain. As much as I slag off the story, yeah. it is worth playing the once. No, I want yeah, to really play an interesting more. experience. But I, 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 I played it on backlog, and I think that that was really the best possible way I could have done it because then we got to MST3K the whole thing because the story yeah. is completely absurd and the situations oh, yeah. are, are absurd and, and the way that the. You know, it, it looks like a movie and it feels like it's supposed to be a movie, but you have this sort of limited player agency. And so I would make people like during conversations awkwardly stand up and sit down from chairs and totally <laughs> break any sense of reality that was in it. But um, yeah. have fun with that. So, I, yeah, it, I played, it's, um, it's neat. I played Heavy Rain uh, for a second. I think I've talked about this, but like I played it with my friends who were both like... Um, you know, game design students, and we would just get, we would just get like retarded drunk, like just stupid, stupid drunk, and then we'd all just go, "Let's go play Chubby Rain," and we'd all like, you know, stampede <laughs> into my friend Josh's room, and we'd all gather around his his PS3, and we'd play Heavy Rain, but we'd play it the way people like watch sports. So it w- it wasn't even like we were trying to make fun of it. We were just getting really excited about the dumbest <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, crawl through that vent shaft full of broken glass. Find that missing kid. Get him. Get him. Get that kid. You know, and then, you know, the kid died, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Did they always die? I know the first one dies. The first one dies. You know. Does the so other one always die? But we just really? we would get like we would get like blackout drunk, and then we would try and play it again, and we'd have no fucking idea what was going on because it's like a... T- it's like a confusing story anyway, but we just like, you know, wouldn't remember what the fuck we were doing or we'd like stop caring and go wander off and, you know, go outside and chase raccoons or something. But That's how it was meant to be played. That's what David Cage had in mind. I want I think drunk so. young men to laugh That's, at my game and then forget everything that lads. happens. 
It's like that. It's like that. Uh, that meme or that screenshot from uh, from Beauty and the Beast where Gaston has the book and he's like looking at it, like, "What the fuck is this thing?" You know, and Belle's like, "Give me back! It's a book." You know, it's like yeah. that, but with an art game. You know. <laughs> oh, before I forget, uh, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Is it pronounced Valkyria Chronicles? It's something I only read and don't ever say I've it always loud. Said, I've always said Valkyria. Valkyria, yeah, okay. that sounds more correct. Yeah, you should get that too. That's a very good game. Uh, PS3 exclusive, right? Isn't it? I think so. Yeah. PS3 exclusives are such weird recommendations because they really are aimed at very specific people. Like mm. you, you could say fucking Halo, and it's such a a wide open, accessible game that it could almost appeal to everyone apart from people with niche tastes but on the ps3 like i think of all their exclusives and i even include killzone in this and they are all designed tailored for very distinct people it's 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 always weird i never feel confident recommending any ps3 exclusive not because i don't like any of them but just because it's hard to know whether anyone's gonna like it or not yeah, and, unless yeah, they've true. got a, a, an account at N4G, and then you can recommend whatever the fuck you like, and they'll say it's bubblegum and <laughs> vaginas. <laughs> Is that how the the N4G people they like the? Uh, they love the it. They love it. Jack Tretton could rape a baby, and they blame the baby. <laughs> They'd say it was probably an expert. Yeah. I'm just excited to be one of those people who's like, oh, I have a PlayStation Three because it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, those are very polite, gentle souls. You sounded a little bit like Paul Lynn. He's one of my favorites. You remember him? Oh, no. He was Uncle Arthur on Bewitched. You can do an impersonation of him. I know you can. I don't know. Bewitched. Him. You've seen it. He's like watch- he was in. Uh, he was in. Uh, Bye bye, Birdie. Who's the dad? You know, kids. Twenty five. Oh, no, what's wrong with these kids, children? Oh, kids. You remember? I'm just trying to do things like why can't they be like we were? Come on, sing along. Perfect in every way. Come on, Max. <laughs> you see, you can do it. You already did it. You already know who he is. Max now. is just doing an impersonation of Dylan Baker, though. Who's Dylan Baker? <laughs> you should look him up. He's a great character actor from the 60s and 70s. He was on Match Game all the time. He was hanging around with um, Charles L- Nelson Riley. You know God him with the it. glasses? Come on. Oh, God, Generation Gap. Ow, ow, ow. I, this, is, this is stuff before I was born, too. I just watched a lot of reruns. Yeah. I watched you a lot of my... stop being Dumbledore, Jonathan Holmes. <laughs> You're a weird, <laughs> old oh, Dumbledore man. Eleven drop. Eleven drop. It's the password <laughs> to my gargoyle. <laughs> Uh, Dumbledore was played by Richard Harris in the first Harry Potter movie, who That's is one of my favorite singers. And they got, and they got um, Michael Gambon. Who also did a good job, but Richard Harris... Last name means ham soup. <laughs> I didn't know that. Harris means ham soup? Yeah, Michael Gambon. Oh, uh, Gambon. Yeah, Jam- French. Yeah, Gambon. <laughs> That's fun. Is it Michael- questions time yet? I don't want to uh, cut you up. But I want to. Uh, don't yeah, wanna... yeah. Let's have mm. some. Why not, eh? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Why not? Why? <laughs> John Apocalypse says, "What do you think of Waluigi?" There's a good uh, question, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, if, yeah. If, if like Tingle, if properly utilized, 
He's fantastic. I used to fucking hate him. I thought it was the laziest, stupidest idea in the world. No, and that, that like, having the Mario and the M turned upside down on the hat works, but when you do it with Waluigi, he is just called Seven Ouija, which I thought was <laughs> bullshit. Um, but then once they started with the, like, giving him, like, hillbilly music and having him do crotch chops in the football game... Then I was like, I started to really like him, and now he's one of my favorite characters just because he's, just because they know he's stupid and they don't exactly. bother trying to hide it. If they ever try to make him a legitimate, credible character, then I'll I'll hate him again. But at least as far as them knowing he's bullshit, then I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, he's got a good fan game. Uh, it plays a little bit like Yoshi's Island. Can't remember what it's called, but it's worth playing. It's good. What about Boshi? What? Who's that? Remember Boshi? He's from the Super from Mario RPG. Paper Mario? Yeah. Oh, is he from the? And they were the like, Seven they were like, they were like, what if, what if Dennis Rodman was a dinosaur? <laughs> and then they like, they gave him like a spike collar and like some some like Ray Bans and like a pierced ear, even though he doesn't have ears. So it's he had hair though, right? Like a little tuft of hair. And he had like a spike, face. little spiky hair, and he was like the bad. He was like the bad Yoshi, like the badass, cool Yoshi. It, but it wasn't like a Poochie style parody. It was like legit trying to make like Yoshi uh, yeah. radical I remember, for the kids. Yeah. I remember seeing him in like Nintendo Power in you know nineteen ninety five and being like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" And then about about a year passed, and I was like, "It's uh, not that great. That's kind of dumb." <laughs> ninety five. I was working hard at Blockbuster Video, talking to girls who worked at the coffee shop. Fuck you, funk band. Yeah, I was graduated, growing up hard. Hey, babe, I was on Road Rules. You want to come on Blockbuster? The, yeah. <laughs> hey, babe, Road Rules. I work at Blockbuster. Yeah, that that was awesome being called Road Rules all the time by strangers, people throwing beers at me. Oh, Holmes. Yeah, it was pretty hard. Why would they throw beers at you? Because they were hard. They wanted. They, it was the hardest object they had near them. If they had rocks, they would have thrown those. But where was this? This was in the city of Boston. Yeah, just like around yeah. town. Yeah, there was some weird backlash. And then other times, I'd go to the mall, and the fourteen-year-old girls would say, "Can we do the thong song dance for you?" At the food court. I've, I've told this story before, I think. Yeah, yeah. it was a real mixed bag. You never knew how it was going to go. You know what's weird? Those fourteen-year-old mm. girls are probably like thirty by now. Yeah, they are. They are. I wonder if they remember that time that they gave me... No good to a Japanese man. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's past Those New Christmas Year's cakes. Christmas. Yeah, no, that's Christmas cakes. cakes. Even worse, it's New Year's cakes. I extrapolated on the joke. What's the next question? Or did anyone uh, else want to oh, Waluigi? Hmm? Yeah, has anyone got any more thoughts on Waluigi? I think we've already invested more thought into yeah. Waluigi. Than <laughs> about, we've, we've invested more thought into Waluigi than Nintendo ever has. What about Waluigi? <laughs> What about Valuigi, who's just like a discount? Like he's not—he's not evil. He's just from like Eastern Europe, and he's like bootleg. Maybe he hey, runs the like a Walmart chain. Whoa! What was that? Somebody just like crumbled cookies all over their microphone. I downloaded a scorpion. Oh, neat! I want them to do Mal Luigi because that actually makes sense a little bit. Like <laughs> Anti Waluigi. What about Cow Luigi? Cow Luigi. Cal Luigi. <laughs> Cal Luigi. <laughs> I would enjoy Cal Luigi very much, yes. Not if I had anything to do with it. Why why not? Because I'd make it be terrible. If I was if Nintendo was like, Hey Max, do you want to come work for us and invent shit? I'd be like, I got it. 
How about Terry Salawiji, who is Kojak? <laughs> wow, that's a bad one. <laughs> that is the best one. I was thinking, I'd be like, hey, Nintendo, I have an idea. It's called Kirby's Nightmare Fuckhole. <laughs> it's, like, oh, wow. it's like it's like if Larry Clark made a movie about Kirby's Dreamland and then they made a video game out of that so yeah. Kirby would be like this young pregnant woman who's living in the inner city and has pink hair and she goes around trying to find different jobs but all the jobs are evil wow Kirby's nightmare fuckhole yes yeah. that is what you said well mm. we've got the title for the show anyway <laughs> um, uh, I was going to follow, like, do Ultra Rascariot's follow up question asking about things like Wayoshi or Wapeach, but I think we've talked about the Wat stuff far too much. Yeah, yeah, we can't top what just happened. Oh, that was cute. My favorite part of a drum is the Wah Wah pedal because it sounds funny. Of a drum? That's a that's a uh, effect yeah, pedal, a guitar pedal. Electric guitar. Yeah. Is it an electric guitar? Yeah. Obviously, you aren't a golfer. I've grown up with a lie. <laughs> That's okay. It's, it's okay. like it's father again. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's different in Britain. Um, Zirag2099, he, he said it was for... He just asked me, but I, I would like to ask everyone. Is hmm. um, Would you host the Video Game Awards, the VGAs, if asked? He said it would be the only way he'd watch that garbage. Uh, uh, yeah, I would. Oh, it'd be maybe I wouldn't though. That would be that would be tough. That would be tough. Cause oh, I don't want to talk about most of those games that they talk about that show. And I'd just be lying. It would just be. See what I love about Destructoid so much is I can't. Jonathan I, Holmes, you would yeah. be on Spike TV. That wouldn't be a problem. What do you mean? Just pretending to be enthusiastic about bullshit. Well, that's the thing. That's what I love about Destructoid, and I don't want to work for any other site, is that I've never had to be even an ounce ingenuine in anything I've ever done in my four or five years at the site. And to have to toss all that for Spike and be like, here we go. Come out here, Russell Brand. Well, I'd have to read off there. I mean, if I got to write my own... Uh, teleprompter dialogue and all that. Yeah, absolutely. But if I had to read what the writers told me to say and the hosting and the fake and the Russell Brand and the, hey, Kim Kardashian here to talk about Uncharted 4. Oh, God, no. No, no I couldn't do that. No. Shit, they'd be hey. paying me. I'm there. <laughs> I, I would do it if they would, again, if they would let me do my own thing and I didn't have yeah. to read all that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, 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 that's great. Video games. Oh, oh. Uh, I'd be overjoyed to do it if that was the case. Yeah. Those sons of bitches won't even ask me to be a judge. They won't let me host the thing. They don't trust me. How much are we talking about Spike TV? Just cough it up. I'm there. I'll read your yeah. I'll read your silly cards, whatever. See, I'm, I don't know. I want to I want to go do that. I want I want to see. I want to put them in that situation where I'm like, they're like, well, he says a lot of weird shit, but at the same time, look at his hair. He'd look great on our show. And I just like you know, they're like, should we? Can we trust them? Like you know, I don't know. I would I would love to be at an award ceremony sometime presenting. You know, I'd go out and I'd be like, oh look, there's Cliff Blazinski in the audience, and I'd make like a little kissing face. You know, that'll all happen for sure. Well, the, I think. the thing, yeah. the thing is, if one of us went up there, and this is why I have no problem reading their cards. If yeah. one of us went up there and did that show and read their cue cards and you know did their little monkey <laughs> dance for them, and then came back and continued to write for Destructoid, 
None of our readers would take that seriously. The people yeah. who regularly go to Destructoid, they'd be like, oh my god, did you see them trolling fucking VGAs? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, if I could do the whole thing in a Steve Brule-like stupor, then yes, and, and not get fired. That's the thing, I would push it to as far as I could without getting fired in a way I'd, that... I'd just, do it, I'd just do it with my testicles hanging out. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I mean, I, I will. I will read your cue cards. I like Tara agreeing there. <laughs> That's what I would do personally. Yeah. I would love yeah. to see Tara's. I fucking, I fucking love yeah. um Adam Kovic from Machinima. He kills me. He's he's hilarious when he does like like he kind of does you know the schmoozy stuff that you know Spike TV does, but he does it with this like he knows what's going on. Um, we saw him at the uh, at the Machinima Awards last year, and he just had this kind of like like he's looking at the note cards, sort of like. Oh God! I have to read these. You know that kind of delivery. Uh, I saw him do some interview with the uh, with the Bastion guys at PAX, I think, and he just walked up to them and sort of like looked at the ground and was like, "Hello, did you make the independent game Bastion?" And held out the mic, <laughs> and they were like, "Yes," and he was like, "Thank you," and walked away. <laughs> yeah, that was a good way of doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Guy. Why not do more trolling? I need to do more of that. Yeah, do some more trolling. People enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. People got mad when I asked about the fish, you know? But that was just me oh, being well, excited about Oh, well, that's Skyrim fans. That's Skyrim fans. You don't have to do anything anymore to upset people. I can't wait to see what people say about Amalur, because I did a... Um, like I did, It was cool as they let us capture our own footage, so it's just me playing, and then doing a commentary track of me playing, and I'm like, yep, here's me using some ice bombs to blow up some wolves, and someone's going to be like... Those aren't ice bombs. They're magic <laughs> ice traps or something, you know. And I'll be like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> this is why they invite me to events because I like crab cakes in open bar and shut up. Oh, I forgot about those events. The crab cakes, the sliders. Yeah. Uh, those were mm. the days. Mm. Uh, What's the next I question? I never eat at those events. Um, I sure I can. can. Yum yum. How oh. come? You don't like yum yums? Uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't. Oh, hey, I don't. I only eat like once a day. Like oh. I, I subsist kind of like a snake. Um, but I get into those like social situations, work-oriented social situations, and I have no appetite because that's not what I'm there for. I'm not there to fucking uh, eat anything. I'm there to talk to people and work, and so I just I wind up not eating. You are a professional. Mm, that's true. No, I just I think I'm I, I'm a bundle of nervous energy and oh, the stomach acid pumping into my system sort of dissuades me from consuming any food. I'm mm. I'm always in. There's this thing that I call the fat man's gambit, which I just came up with off the top of my head. It's very clever. <laughs> Sounds like a good cosplay idea. <laughs> <laughs> Where. Basically, when you're fat, you can't eat at a social event because as soon as someone sees you reach for a canopy, they think in the back of their heads, "I knew it. I knew. Yeah. I knew he eats." Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I can't let people see me eat, and of course, when they're not looking, you know, I'm emptying an entire bag of Cheetos in my mouth, but <laughs> they can't see that because then they know. They know I eat, and fat people cannot let people, even though the evidence is there. You can't confirm it. I think I've only seen you eat twice, and we've spent many an oh. E3 night together. I'm a There's fucking, the apple the and apple, uh, yeah. the Chinese food. I'm a fucking food ninja, dude. I'm impressed. Well, we go out to eat, and Jim doesn't eat. Yeah, yeah. It was just that I apple. Do. I do. I do. You just don't see it. <laughs> I got a fucking... I got a, nothing. He's like, no, no, I'm fine. Thanks. 
I got a fucking horse under the table that I'm just taking chunks <laughs> out of. <laughs> I'm a food ninja. It's, I'm really good at it. Yeah. Uh, it comes with the shame. You, you oh. kind of roll it into this stealthy kind of. I'm basically I just, a solid snake of food. <laughs> I I realized something of the day, and that that is that I hate buying lunch. Like it's something that just pisses me off because like whenever. Yeah, I hate buying lunch. Like maybe I'm on a Saturday, but it's like buying dinner. You're like, oh, I'm gonna sit down and eat dinner. Like no one's gonna bug you to do anything else after dinner, you know, unless maybe mm. you know. But like more often, you know, lunch is like you know you're working, and I just it feels like it feels like oh hey I'm here at this place you know generally at work and I'm like I'm here because I want to make money and then it's like oh I'm gonna go downstairs and across the street and then pay eight dollars for a sandwich and then I'm gonna come back here and be like well not only did I just waste an hour. I also wasted money on food, and it's like I'll, then I go buy hard-boiled eggs and a rock star and eat those, and I'm dying inside probably. Your life yeah, is really that sad. Hard. That's literally all I have to say about yeah. that. Say that as the um, unintentionally sarcastic old man. Who me or Tara? You actually, oh, I would okay. love to hear Tara do that voice. Yeah, do you want to try that, Tara? No good at impressions. No, you can try if you want. Ibnixa wants to know what the filthiest thing we can get the accidentally sarcastic old man to sign. So I would like him to discuss how funny Kirby's fuckhole, nightmare fuckhole is. <laughs> Was it nightmare fuckhole? It was Kirby's yes. nightmare fuckhole. <sighs> I wasn't prepared for this. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. There's a game where a little prostitute Oh, she's so pretty. <laughs> she's gotta go in the city and find food. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I'm sorry. That sucks. <sighs> what, I did a bad job? I'm How like do sad now. <laughs> she's got a hard life, but she's really plucky. <laughs> she... <laughs> I'm just doing it for myself. Lucky? Uh, plucky. Yeah, it's just a gross word. There is you know, a guy in the Podtoid thread called Monty Thunder who is pretending that all the questions are directed at him. <laughs> that is brilliant. Question. Yeah, he even asked himself questions and then answered them in the thread. And he's like, in all caps, oh, hey, guys, this is embarrassing. Stop asking me all the questions. That guy's brilliant. He's my new favorite guy. Yeah, like, he's been around for a little while. A guy called Chomsky Honk says, if you had to play one game genre for the rest of your life, what would it be? And then he's all like, oh, good question, Honk. It would have to be shooters. They are the only <laughs> genre, yo. <laughs> yeah, he's been out for a little while. He's doing well. Good job. A palindrome, or I palindrome I, says, any word on Max Anarchy brackets Anarchy Reigns? We haven't heard tit nor shit of that game in a, a while. Mm, the last yeah, time I just, yeah, the last time I saw it was at E3. I thought that came out already. No. I guess not. No, no. I lost interest when... Because I couldn't tell whether they were trying to be Streets of Rage or Street Fighter. And then uh -huh. they, when I told them to get closer to one of those games, they erred on the side of Street Fighter. And I'm like, whoop, I'm out. So oh, I it's not going to be like Street Fighter. No, no, no. It's going to be like it's going to be like Virtual On. Do you remember Virtual On? I don't know. It was stupid. If it's a one-on-one -on -one oh, fighter with all those combos and shit. No, 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 no. I uh, play play Virtual On. It's a Sega mech 
before mechs were popular in the West. This is like post Robotech, but before like the anime resurgence in the two uh, Ks. There, it's uh it's an arena fighter, but it's more. It thinks just as much like a shooter as it would a hand-to-hand combat game, and you've got to, you know, shoot a guy and then punch him. You'll like it. It's fucking stupid. What don't you like about it, Max Goville? Yeah, it was so it it was like, um, it made me think if, um, if all the dumb things about Mega Man tried to be Armored Core. Oh. So is it like too much like Mega Man and too much like Armored Core? They needed to pick a team and stick with it, sort of thing. Mm, no, it was just mm. I just didn't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Decided that I don't. I, I went. I went over to my friend's house. We played Dreamcast because he was unemployed, and it was like it was the weirdest day because we we both were just. It was like a Thursday, and we were bored, and we were like, let's play Dreamcast. And I realized that like playing games now and then going back and playing Dreamcast, it hurts a little bit. Dreamcast? Yeah. Depends on the game, but yeah, it hurts more often than it used to, that's for sure. Playing Crazy Taxi is just straight up depressing because mm. there's like Tower Records locations everywhere and it's all the <laughs> offspring playing and you're like, wow, those yeah, things aren't really cool anymore or in business. Yeah, or, or they just don't exist. Yeah, that's true. People are really mad that uh, Podtoid was two days late this week. People really uh, schedule their week around Podtoid. Those people can suck my golden dick. That's incredibly (laughs) depressing. Yeah. There's one channel came out of your mouth. I was just like, (laughs) wow. It's awesome. We have fans. Let's not squander that. Let's not throw that to the dusty ground. Thank One. you for caring so much, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No, it's just kind of surprising. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's, yeah, it's like, faintly alone. Nobody should care that much about this, I don't think. I, I don't know. I, mean, I, look, I think it's the highlight of my working week. But then, well, as I said, it's, yeah. it's because I yeah. get to not talk about video games for an hour, which is always <laughs> nice. Uh, speaking of which, Ace Flibble has a question just for Conrad. Um, for Conrad, you have a moustache. And we identify with our editors based on one thing and then latch onto it. Yeah, uh, so he would like to know, out of the Podtoid cast, because none of us have moustaches, mm-hmm. who do you think would be the best one with a moustache? I was actually thinking about Jonathan Holmes with a moustache just last night. You were? Wow. I was. What, what, were, um, what were your thoughts about that idea? I was having some sort of crazy mustache-related fantasy involving, uh, you know, like, doing some sort of strange video narrative thing, you know, just a production for the site, where ultimately it ended up that, like, I discovered that my mustache was gone, and all of a sudden you had it, and... (gasps) That was one of my favorite episodes of The Tick. Did you see that episode of The Tick? Oh, no, I... I, Well, I probably have. That's probably... Somehow you probably uh, saw it at like three in the morning. El Ray or um, live action or cartoon, cartoon, Uh, cartoon tick. He wakes up in the morning. He has an incredibly long prehensile mustache. He's in love with it. It's doing crimes. All of his friends tell him you got to get rid of that mustache. It's dangerous. Then it leaps off his face and goes onto other people's faces and stuff. It's very good. 
Yeah, I remember that one, I guess. Yeah, but you know, I was thinking of you. I mean, like we've seen Jonathan Holmes with the Silky Wilkins uh, mustache. Oh yeah, I forgot about that's, that. That's pretty classy. It's pretty classy. I, oh, Scoville, thank you. I don't know that it would work for for Scoville, and I just can't. I, every time I, I picture him with a mustache, it, it, it winds up being this like sort of tweedy, skinny, narrow thing across the <laughs> like top a French of one, kind of. You want to yeah. know the, the saddest <laughs> thing in the world is like what? my dad when he was my age. Had the most fucking awesome mustache, like this this kick ass mustache, just like wings above his mouth, you know. And <laughs> he could like fix cars, and his his like he's the fucking coolest guy in the world. Like his best friends are literally they train Navy SEALs or they are retired rock stars or um, they invented color night vision goggles. Like they're just like crazy. Like he's like you know has like an A team best friend society, and he had a mustache. And he has a race car, and I don't have any of those things, let alone the ability to grow a mustache. I get like, I can't even do the John Waters thing. Like I could, I could. <laughs> It'll dirt on my in face the Max Payne That that's gonna change. You're in the Max Payne one what? era of your career and your life. You're gonna get to the Max Payne three part of your life where you'll be bald and have a mustache, and you will feel great about it. I don't want to. Your life bald, is like though. Max Payne. Yeah, sorry. It's gonna happen. I want to be like that. Rihanna. You are like Rihanna. Tell me I'm like Rihanna Holmes. <laughs> you, are, you are hotter than Rihanna, uh, on both physically and artistically. You've got more going for you than she does, in my opinion. And Thanks, she has a lot going Jonathan. for her. She sticks her butt out, she smiles. She, she dyed her hair things. blonde. She looks weird. I bet she does. Anyway. I don't like it when when uh somebody's hair color it's lighter than their skin color. It throws me off a little. Yeah, that's I weird. Suspect, yeah. I, 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 I suspect that Jim is incapable of growing body hair above the waist. Mm. I never. Like, really I think he's just that. sleek as a, uh, as a as a baby's bottom the whole way I, up. I agree. Jim? It's like an over- Apparently, that's a common sentiment. It's like an overfed dolphin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough, like, I noticed people were weirdly. Um, speculating. That's on, why I brought this up. Yeah, yeah. It's actually just disappointingly normal. Like it is neither hairy nor you know completely Hairless. bald. It's just there. Mm. It's so very disappointingly average. Yeah, it's just a a bit like not absolutely nothing worth commenting on. Aww. Oh, well, maybe that'll change. I actually have a lot of chest hair. It's weird. I didn't know that about you. You see, yeah. I would imagine you ha- you having none. Mm, yeah, too. it's so what boyish. people do. Yeah. Weird. I don't have completely. I have like totally just uh, like I have like lady arms, you know, with no hair on them, <laughs> and then I have like a really hairy chest, and it's weird. Yeah, and I've got like somewhat hairy arms, like not hairy hairy arms. Again, just there, and my legs not very hairy at all. It's it's a hmm. weird. It's like, uh, yeah. Why the yeah. fuck do people listen to this podcast? <laughs> oh, we just want to talk about our body hair for more minutes. Uh, I actually might be incredibly hairy, uh, but I wouldn't know unless I lost weight and it all shrank back down. <laughs> it might just be spread out. Well, just so you men know, and you probably do know, it changes. You may suddenly get hairier. Like next sure year. I hope does. I get a hairier chest. Yeah, Conrad can speak to that. You might, getting, whether you like it or not. I'm getting some of that shoulder hair now in the back. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's a good time. I, 
I got an ear hair that blew oh, my man. mind. Ew. Blew my mind. Yep. Bum me out. Bum out. Yep. I didn't yep. ask for it, I'm... Tara. I didn't say to myself, self, I'm going to grow a hair I out of my ear. I didn't ask for this. I'm getting those strange, <laughs> long, white hairs just growing out of moles and places on my body. Oh, man. Oh, it's all falling apart. My mustache <laughs> has one hair that is stark white. Mm, just, yeah. Dude, I get those in my eyebrows every so often. Yeah. Not really? Sometimes that one is like extra thin and tweedy and like curls up. And so it'll like pop out the front and just looks crazy. You got to get hair in there. Hairs that grow out of moles is, is the worst thing in life. It's pretty much. It's just yeah. terrifying. I have like a little tiny mole on my arm and the hair that comes out of that is like some kind of, it's oh. like a, it's like a ghost pube, you know? Like can, we go, can we go back to something normal like pedophilia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do we have another question? Mudbuster just wanted you to know, Conrad, that he really likes Office Chat. Oh, that's sweet. We've had some technical problems this week. I'm actually right after this going to go record an episode of that and get another one up tomorrow. Um, we want to get them out at a more regular pace. I've had two episodes recorded this week that just bottomed out on me so um oh, i think nice. i got that fixed and then um yeah and we're uh hopefully holmes and i are gonna get a thing together for holmes um this weekend to do some new stuff i hadn't heard back from you about that actually. yeah yeah i was gonna talk to you about it after we were done here but uh, oh, okay i think sure. we can do a test this weekend yeah yeah that'll be fun i'll be free i think i'll make myself free i'll force I... freedom into my life so i'll do it <laughs> that's samurai dino says Santa Claus has fallen off the roof of your house and died. His sleigh remains there. Do you take all the presents for yourself and make reindeer burgers, or do you put on his suit and continue his work? Moral dilemma, guys. Come on. Oh, Both come of those on. That's things not seem like a lot of effort. Could I just, like, yeah. go Walk back to away. bed? I would eat his body <laughs> and get his powers. Is that how it works? <laughs> like, okay, I'm eating here, Santa. If you we ate Santa Claus, no one would no one would get you. Like you could try cannibalism, no harm, no foul. Because a is he a human being? B is he real? Is anyone going to try and be yeah. like you are under arrest for eating Santa Jonathan, Claus? Jonathan Holmes, mm. is yeah. it cannibalism or not <laughs> to eat Santa Claus, Fathia Christmas, Pan Noel? Yes, it is definitely. It still. is. It, it's like, still you would class him as a human, even though he is more of a supernatural entity. He was born of this world, according to Santa Claus. What about coming to town? The uh, stop motion animation. Yeah, he's real. Yeah. What about Jesus Christ? Actually, because he's not a person. He is a zombie, technically, at least the second time around. But not so... a zombie person, uh, like because that he is God. Well, but mm, he is God in the same way, you know, Jim Sterling is love, you know? You are love, Jim Sterling, but you're also a man. No, no, you're both of those things. I'm sorry, I mean, I'm finding this quite offensive, because as a Christian, I believe that... Mm. Jesus, God. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't finish the sentence. Um, so what are we doing here with the presence? I'd say oh. this is if this is an actual problem, but we have to okay, solve. Yeah. Here, when I was uh, I, I was living in this apartment for a, a while, I had these neighbors, and the the dude was this you know construction worker, big guy, but he was completely dominated by his wife, and he was absolutely miserable. So I go out with my roommate to go buy a, a fifth of Jack Daniels and a video game because I'm going to make a night of it, and come 
walking around the bend up to the front of my apartment, I hear people screaming, get a knife, get a knife. And I come to find that this next door neighbor is trying to hang himself from the railing in front of the door to my apartment. Uh, While the neighbor downstairs is trying to lift him up by the ankles so that, you know, he's not choking off his uh, air supply. And the guy's wife is trying to get a knife to cut him down. So we get up the stairs and we go in the door and I close the door behind me and I stand there leaning with my back to the door for a while just to wait to hear if anyone says... Does anyone know CPR? <laughs> do you? Because if they don't ask, then you don't have to do it. Exactly. As yeah. long as I don't know the guy needs CPR, and I'm not, I like, I don't want to get in the way a of their domestic whatever it is, and b, like, I don't like if the guy's fine. I too many cooks spoil the broth. They probably had the situation under control. I'm just gonna stand here and wait to see if this guy needs life saving medical attention immediately. So because otherwise, you don't want to be there. It, but you so those, gonna, presents, those yeah. presents are going to fucking stay right where they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think whenever you see someone lying on the ground, what you do, and I think this is why they designed it, you put them in the recovery position and then run away. Like that's, <laughs> that's what the recovery position was designed for, I think, so that you, so that you feel you've done your best and what you can now run position? away. The it's recovery like on position, side, right? you lie someone on their side and then you move their arms a little bit so it's like they are wanking someone off. And, you know, I guess I just use your boot to scrape any vomit out their mouth uh, so that they can breathe. And then you run as far as far and fast (laughs) as you can. Or if you've got a car or a bike, even better, just get away because you've done your best. Oh boy! Guy was fine. Paramedics came, carried him off. Everyone lived. Everyone was happy. Guy moved away a week later. What if you ate Santa Claus? Would that be cannibalism or (laughs) sanibalism? Whoa! Oh my God! (laughs) Santibalism. Inquiring minds want to know, Al. Yeah. Oh no! (laughs) I love how Max always says like things that are borderline bad but still kind of funny due to the surprise, and then I ruin it. I love that too. Yeah, it's good. Um, they did eat Silver Surfer in Marvel Zombies, and those zombies were cannibals, no, and therefore, oh yeah, did you read Marvel Zombies? They were they were cannibalistic indeed, and they ate the Silver Surfer, and they got his powers, and they were bad cannibals, and they you know just what ate also happened in the Marvel universe. Uh, <laughs> the Fantastic Four went over to Spider Man's house and said, "Hey, Aunt May." Um, can you babysit Franklin Richards? And she said, yes, I can, even though I'm senile as shit. And then what happened then was that she Some somehow became yeah. the yeah, golden you love old You love the golden You love the golden retarded. I've been re- oh, God, I meant to talk about this. I've been reading old Batman comics from like the 30s and 40s, and they're uh-huh. the fucking funniest things in the world. Catwoman used to have a cat plane that was shaped like a cat, and when yeah. she was flying, she could push a button and giant like paws would come down and she could use it to scratch other planes. That's brilliant. <laughs> I actually believe, Jonathan Holmes, you actually wrote a few of those. I did in my mind, yeah. That's how my mind works. No, I'm just, I'm just saying you were a man in the Oh, metals. Yeah. <laughs> I've decided that's, that's a new bit I'm going to do, that hilarious bit where we pretend that an old man is from like the dinosaur times. It is my birthday next next week. And what you are really? ten thousand years old. <laughs> I can't. I'm. Am I older than you, Conrad? I can't remember. 
Yeah, you're yeah you're a couple of years older than I am because yeah, yeah you were you know when you were doing road rule, road rules I was a junior in high school I think is that right huh. yeah okay all right I guess I'm the oldest that's fine I'm okay with that it's okay I'm okay guys yeah how are you how are you I'm good? Just glad I'm not the youngest oh being the youngest is good I like being the youngest. Yeah, I'm the youngest amongst 50-year-olds. I was in a meeting today. Oh, I might get a promotion in my day job. And they're like, yes. you're the youngest, so <laughs> oh, watch out for you. I would like to thank Podtoid for raising your profile as a social worker and psychologist. They all want to listen to it. I'm like, you cannot listen to it. Until like, I get my promotion. No, never. They are never that, no. And, and I'm sure you've broken enough, several HR violations. <laughs> no, I never have actually. I've been pretty close, really? but uh, yeah, I've never used names or anything. It's been you fine. know um, you know how there was that um there was that old uh that old kid show HR Puff and stuff. There should yeah. be like an evil HR Puff and stuff called HR Violations, who's just <laughs> like a big fucking muppet that goes around sexually harassing kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's beyond evil. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh. Yeah. Violations. You should. Someone should draw that. Please, someone draw that. People are drawing pictures of me more. Ugh. It feels like I'm being narcissistic by liking it, but I love it when people draw pictures of me. It's great. How about you guys? New pictures? You see that gingerbread video that Toby did? What? Toby. Toby. Oh yes, yes. Toby. Yeah. He's Toby. good. He's good people. Toby. Yeah. He likes to do, like, a... he always does, like, cookie and gingerbread-based destructive I'm, videos. I'm amazed that the dog from the Great Mouse Detective was able to make gingerbread videos. Mm. No one got that reference, because <laughs> I've watched that movie, like, three <laughs> times a year. That, <laughs> I forgot his name was Toby. That is a stretch, even, for us. Toby! And then there's the bat in the baby carriage, and it leaps out and terrifies me every time. Oh, I don't remember. Actually, I actually just finished a drawing of Jim. I'm going to be starting one of Holmes soon. I have an oh, idea what? for a picture. I might do some compositing. Mm, that sounds great. What's it mm. going? What's it going to be? Surprise! Um, you'll see. Okay, we'll see it. We're trying to piece together the uh, talking to women about video games video. And if you guys draw pictures, this is the cast of Pod and just everyone. I'm going to put as many pictures in there as I can. Oh, and someone wanted us all to sing it acapella style. So if you guys want to sing it, let me know. Jim and Max and Tara. And you too, Conrad. Do you like to sing, Conrad? No, not really. No, I don't think so. But you like singing. Holy shit! Yep. The 3DS actually lets you use your credit card and keep it there and pay actual dollar amounts for things. Genuine upgrade. Holy shit. Golf clap. Wait, yeah. you couldn't do You're that before? You're two days late to this, no. Jim Sterling. Jim, oh, well, why, didn't you update, why didn't you check out all the features already, Jim? Because I'm like you. I didn't wake up first thing in the morning and no. think to myself, I do, do, I do, do, I do, do, I do, 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 What's wrong with me like that? It was great. I was um I was try I was actually I was supposed to go to bed that night and I was like, oh I'm so tired. But I still gotta work on this video and do this other thing and then people are like, 3DS is updating, guys! And I'm like, What? And I got my 3DS and charged it up and downloaded the upgrade and spent like an hour and a half checking out all the features. I was so 
excited. Uh, and then your story. finger on the underside of your penis stimulating the male clitoris. <laughs> you get those Pikmin coming out, dragging their dicks around. Oh, yeah, they do do that. They do drag their dicks around. Yeah. They, Pikmin. Okay. I like Pikmin a lot. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to end it here. What? Right. It's the end of the show? Yeah, it's the end of the show. It's been two hours. It's been two fucking uh, ten hours and too long. I'm sorry. My ass bones hurting, and <laughs> I want to eat food with no one looking. Like a, <laughs> like a squirrel. <laughs> I've had a Wendy's salad in front of me this whole time, and I can't eat it because I'm talking and my cat is all over me. Jesus, my life. It's a, it'll be good. <laughs> the man who looks at Wendy's salad with his cat Waiting, because you've got nothing to do now until the next 3DS update. <laughs> All those Pikmin come out and they tuck their dicks back. Yeah, those Pikmin. <laughs> and they go, what are you, fuck, bro? Uh, oh. like a, a Pikmin sounds like a British Buffalo Bill. That's horrible. Yeah, that's what <laughs> they do. Oh, British! That's what they do, the Pikmin. I've seen it. I'm enjoying it. I want more. Uh, ladies uh, and gentlemen, it's time to wind down and get calm and co- cozy and comfortable now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Podtoid this week. We are very glad you're here, and we are very sad that you are angry that we were late, but you get this for free, so fuck you. How <laughs> it had to, I thought you. you really were gonna, I thought for a second you really were going to continue to apologize, but seconds later. Yeah. I, I'm later. like that. I'm, I'm so unpredictable and zany. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you again for listening to the show. And do check out Max and Tara every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the Destructoid show in association with Rev3. Uh, you can check out Jonathan Holmes' stuff. He's got stuff going on. He is mm. part, you can contribute for his talking to women about video games music that he's doing. Go to jail for it. I really hope you guys contribute to it. We've gotten some stuff that makes me feel so incredibly great. Oh, I didn't tell you, Max. Someone did your uh, talking to video games about women idea and did a whole song of it. And it makes me feel freaking fantastic. I listen to it every day. Cracks me up. Yeah. So now you've got a theme yet. song. If you ever do that show, you've got your theme song pre-recorded. Please see mine. But, it's going to be a disaster. Whoa. No, it's going to be great. I can't wait. So, yeah, please contribute to it and uh, listen to the song on Bandcamp. If you look up TTWAV on Bandcamp, you can get some of the songs for free, some of them not free, but you can listen to all of them there and tell me what you think. And do your own remixes. Do it. Can't it's wait to hear what you do. It's catchy as shit, Holmes. It's Is it really? Really, Yeah, it like, gets it's... stuck in my head. Oh, it's... thanks, Conrad. That means a yeah. lot. Oh, I... yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it's any good. I just made it up and then did it. So to hear it, 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 it get... It's catchy, and, it, and I, I am humming it a lot. I <sighs> found my to the whole thing, which is not like me. No, that's true. You're not a hummer, per se. Not not all the time. You hummer? <laughs> I can go for a hummer. Hummer? <laughs> hummer? I forgot about that. Yeah, hummer. They call a whole car that, but it's also an oral sex uh, <laughs> technique. <laughs> yeah. And Hummer's Odyssey is a very good book as well. 
Well, that made me feel really good too. Uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off during the close, Jim. I feel bad. Um, oh, you can see Conrad does stuff. Don't you fucking worry about it. He yeah. does stuff every Saturday at uh, uh, 12 Central, my time anyway, um, the Saturday morning hangover with um, Jordan DeBoer, which they do live streaming on our Destructoids Twitch TV channel. Um, does office chat um, every few weekdays, which is on Destructor.com, along with all of our reviews and news and bullshit. Um, I think that's it. Um, Jimquisition on escapismagazine.com. Why not? Watch it. Wait, wait. And then there's me on the comedy button. And Max on the comedy button. There is so much fucking stuff we do for you. Yeah, we do so much stuff now. It is amazing what we do for you. We are devaluing entertainment itself. Yeah, yes. That is is the Podtoid promise. So while you're doing that, feel free to buy our Podtoid app on Amazon.com. Don't get it from anywhere else because it's bunko anywhere else. Bunkum anywhere else. Just get it from there. Uh, and otherwise, like, do us nice reviews on iTunes, please, because that helps. Because uh, we've been getting lots of listeners. It is good. So do that. <sighs> there we go. <laughs> you did it. I hate it. I hate the ending. It's horrible all the time. You're, you're very good at it. I it's really like the way you shite. do it. It's fucking I don't know, but... shite, Jonathan. I don't know. I it's like it a lot. in your shite, but like <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of with kind of with Jim on this one, John. I, yeah, you don't like thing. it either. I can I'm tell just, you what I'm I just... like about it. There's a reason why. I mean, he he's got the self-loathing. There's always a tinge of underlying self-loathing with genuine excitement about the projects we're doing. Because you know, it's exciting to do projects, but at the same time, you hate that you have to talk about them. It's perfect. I love it. I was just saying it to be contrary. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I understand. Oh, there's so much other stuff I wanted to talk about. Oh well, it'll wait for next. That's week. not happening. No, that ain't not. fucking happening unless you want to put your own fucking podcast out. No, no. <laughs> Actually, speaking, <laughs> speaking of which, there may uh, be a special addendum podcast, a special addendum pod to it, um, maybe next week. Uh, oh, yeah? Kind of off-brand episode uh, between myself and Twisted Metal director David Jaffe. Oh, uh, wow. Which will actually be his second Podtoid appearance and his second off-brand episode. Uh, mm. He and I are going to have a bit of a, a debate about online passes at some point. So very much looking forward to that. Because that we, both, yeah, we Well, actually, he and I get along quite well. And we usually agree, but this is one thing in the industry we don't quite agree on, even though we both say things that we kind of agree with. So I think it'll be an interesting debate. Uh, looking forward to doing it. Uh, hoping to do that early next week. So that's something extra to look forward to. Something fucking extra. So next time you complain about the show being two days fucking late, you know, send a fucking look on your two fucking podcasts. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Say goodbye, everyone. Oh, goodbye, everyone. (laughs) I'm just laughing about week. Uh...